0: Yo the podcast people listen to one and Only Legend of Winning, aka Low. We hear another episode of the Peer to Peer Podcast. On my left, I have my co-host Agent Zero. Say what up.
1: Um Hi guys. Jesus.
0: Behind the producer desk, we got producer John. What up?
1: <laughs> Bro, you mad <nag> weird. <laughs> Why <are> you- <laughs> so for the audio listeners? He's squinting. I think he's looking at Lowe. He looks confused though. He has a confused face. <laughs> anyway and finally we have a special guest on the podcast
0: trey from poor man's podcast man say what i say what i'll say what i'll say what's say up
2: what's up. up youtube what's up with y'all
0: uh man before we get into everything you know um i'm almost a thousand percent short there may be some crazy shit maybe selling this podcast so make sure you click the link in the description down below bro some uncensored stuff man gonna be It's going to be all filled up in there, bro. (laughs) It's going to be a whole bunch of uncensored stuff. Also, shout out to all my podcast people on all audio platforms. Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Also, shout out to my YouTube people out there rocking with us. strong. The Clips channel is going crazy, man. So, you can't, you know, take the whole two, three-hour podcast. No, we ain't going to be here that long. Not three hours. I'm gassing it. But you can't take the the long form. We definitely got it chopped up for you in bite-side pieces. And before you go over there, make sure you hit the notification bell so you can go... What?
2: You said so you can go what? Yes, yeah, it's,
0: it's on you. Wait. It's just yeah, you're just you're supposed supposed go. you go. What am I supposed to say? Oh uh, I'll I'll do it again. I, you probably you probably messed it on. I got you, I got you, I got it
3: So you
0: got? as you do that, bro, make sure you come back. Hit the subscribe button, and the notification bell so you can go. The HBO
2: special you trying to do that? What's up?
1: that's one that's one answer. I don't think that's the one he's looking for though, but hey man. Tell me right answer though. Man, make sure you
0: hit the notification bell so you can join Noti Gang, 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 oh. gang, 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 man.
3: I'm like, what's going on, bro?
0: And, and finally, man, shout out to my word of my people out there. Um, not only um partially because of y'all, but also I saw the comment that you left in one of the videos that we did probably a couple months ago. Kind of tied all this to where we are together right now. So shout out to y'all, man. Word of my people. We see y'all out there. Um but before we get too deep into it, kind of I guess explain who you are what you do um you know your platform and how you got to where you are right now
2: okay um yeah uh my name is Travion a lot of people don't even know my name because I have a podcast called the poor man's podcast on YouTube primarily Uh, it was just something that I started doing after getting injured I used to be a rugby player and during the time I was injured I had nothing else to do so started making videos started posting stuff that I was thinking about reaction uh, reacting to certain content obviously once you start getting traction that's the kind of content you start focusing on and starting to niche down into it and so i ended up starting to do dating and more relationship focused commentary Mm. and just 404 videos later here i am so when when did when did
0: that start when you said you got injured and you kind of just started how long ago was that
2: that was 2019 so bro literally like so i graduated uh in 2008 or actually i graduated yeah 2018 then that summer from graduation to august i played rugby for three months i had never even heard of the sport never picked up a ball no knew, knew nothing about it mm-hmm. uh after playing for three months i made the national rugby side so the national what? sevens team yeah literally after playing You're for three a months natural, brother yeah well I, I i was i was fast <laughs> i was fast so like when you have that speed i was the second fastest player in the world behind my teammate carlin house yeah so he ran in like the a, world yes yeah. so he runs he runs a 10-1 a i one. was somewhere around a 10-4 10-5 in so
1: rugby in, or like in, in
2: rugby and just in track so like we had this you speed. were the second fastest in the world well not in track but on, on, rugby. on a, Oh, okay yeah so it's in world, crazy, rugby though. i was the second fastest player in the world at, at one point when i was playing but okay
1: so you thought like maybe there's a future there
2: yeah so uh obviously i got picked up because of the talent and you can't really teach speed and it was something i knew so the guy that was in front of me, him and another player named Perry Baker, they were kind of getting older. So they're like, we're going to need somebody to replace them. So that's when they brought me into the program. Mm-hmm. And I started getting used to it. But um, yeah, so I did that. I I've got to travel to like 12 different countries in a year. And where'd you go? What kind of countries? I went to Uruguay, Paraguay. What? Uh, I've been to England. I've been to Kenya. I've been to Hong Kong. I've been to uh ireland like i've been all over the place bro in scotland i actually got to play which was really interesting i got to play on the first field that the game that i was playing was played on so Mm. rugby sevens is uh, a offset of rugby 15s that's the main sport Mm. so Mm. rugby sevens was literally invented on the grass in scotland that i got to play on at one point Mm. so i did that so i did that for um for another year rugby's fun though yeah, it is. no. It's a crazy fun sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a crazy fun sport, and I, and I, I, just like it because there's a lot of culture behind it that a lot of people don't know, and mm. it's a small world. Mm. So like, you you could be a player in Minnesota or wherever it may be, and just because you play the sport, everybody will be like well mannered and treat you nice, just because that's a part of the culture in rugby. Mm. Right? So yeah, that was one of the reasons I actually liked it. It's it's a really fun sport, but um, I played No one
1: told you that like everyone gets injured playing rugby. Yeah,
2: that's the part that I had to learn. (laughs) The thing is, it wasn't that new to me because the reason why I stopped running track outside of not having the natural talent of a Usain Bolt and it being damn near impossible to make any money out of track. We're just completely honest. If you're not the first guy who cares
1: how do you make money off track just
2: sponsors I yes guess. it's literally like strict it's strictly sponsors wow. and the only way yeah. people care is if you're the fastest person mm-hmm. so if you're not it's a knife fight it's like a it's a blood sport if you're not the fastest person for just living so, every day
1: so do like let's say you're top 25 in the world fastest
2: mm-hmm.
1: can you make like a full-time earning running track
2: it, it depends on a lot of different things because if you were the top 25 but you were the fastest in collegiate Mm-hmm. just because of the expectation you can demand more when you sign your first contract mm-hmm. so off the, off the basis of that but once you start taking out like injuries like people that are it's like every sport everybody pays attention to the top guy and they think that it'd be amazing to do that sport because of the top guy the, the top <laughs> guy is getting paid obviously yeah. but they don't pay attention to the name somebody that's in the top 10 outside of you saying both. like most oh, people
1: fuck there's this one Canadian guy
2: Andre DeGrasse,
1: yo, I actually a- raced he's, him. In, I raced yo, him in nah, place. he's a beast. We fought with him heavy, dog. Nah, I saw him at Lifetime one time too. He's and a and fucking and Shane Bolt smoked him, and he was like, "Oh man, yeah, no." But, but he was mad young though. He was like eighteen, I think, when they raced.
0: Bro, yeah. Uh,
2: the thing about Andre DeGrasse, bro, is, and I don't, this could be just a rumor. You know how little tales go around, and yeah. the times start getting lower and lower as people tell it more and more. Yeah. But supposedly he like had never ran track, and he just got on the track with Jordans on. Yeah. <laughs> He just got on the track with Jordan. It sounds like a crazy. folk tale. Yeah, so he yeah, really yeah. just walked up to the line. Like, he, he just started. He walked up to the line. Jordan's on, not knowing how to do anything, and ran like a 10 6. I feel like sometimes,
1: like, people are just built for it. You feel me?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like,
1: yeah. there's some NBA players, like, fuck, was it Embiid who had the story about how, like, he didn't even play basketball until, like, high school? There's a lot of them like that. Yeah. 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 And it's like, wow. So there's some players that didn't even play till college.
2: Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, is everybody is different. Like, mm-hmm. That's the part that I, and I, we might get into it later on as yeah. far as everybody being told that we're all the same and there ain't no such thing as gender, we're all this and that. Everybody's obviously different and we're dealt with different cards. And you can see it by sometimes people are just good at something from picking it up. Like, mm-hmm. and, I, and I've been trying to figure this out. Actually, I'll, I'll, I want to finish the story of, yeah, of the record stuff go. before I go into because I was about to go on a hunt.
0: and Jordan's I was crazy.
2: Yeah, that's insane. You got a 10 For anybody 6 and Jordan's. No, um, Andre DeGrasse did. That was ah, the song. In Jordan's? Yeah. That's Just walking up things. to the line. Now, that might be a little folktale. <laughs> you know, if he sees it, if I'm wrong, whatever. But uh, yeah, so. Imagine. So with the rugby <laughs> <the>, concourse.
3: <laughs>
1: Jordan himself came up with that
2: story. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, so I, I I was one of the fastest in rugby and that's what helped me. Um and then that summer I actually got selected for the Pan American Games team. Tough. Yeah, bro. So It's actually how
1: I got into sports. Um I volunteered at the Pan Am Games and I was in Toronto. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what sport was it? Well, I, I actually played rugby before I completely stopped because I had learned that everyone that plays it gets injured.
3: Yeah,
2: you get paid in gum,
1: too. Yeah, so, in gum?
2: Yeah, not literally, but right. you, like just you're scraps. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So, I, I, as far as I knew, we had some, like, Australian guy come to the school and start teaching us rugby, and I was like, this is it. I love the sport. It was so fun when we were playing in a gym class. But yeah. then our school was like, we should have a rugby team. And I'm like that's a good idea. I tried out. Coach basically, I was a big guy then too, so they needed some big guys on the team. Yeah. So yeah. they were like, yeah, yeah, you're good. You yeah. come, come
2: <laughs> just come on and play. I felt fishy. Yeah. I yeah. usually have to fight for my spots. But that's what I'm saying though. <laughs> that's how it is though. Like because it's such a small community, everybody's super welcoming. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's and it's the guys that you know didn't want to play football. They might not have been quite as social sometimes. Mm-hmm. So when they get into this community of other guys, they have people that they can do stuff with you know and Mm -hmm. a lot of dudes are lacking that especially now like a lot of dudes don't have physical communities that hold you accountable and make you better Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think that's super important i think that you know as as men we're losing that but that's another tangent that we might (laughs) might just go on later so
1: So to finish this rugby story you're playing rugby now it was it's three months in what type of injury did you receive did you immediately know like you're not going to continue doing this or like uh talk to me like how, how it happened
2: Okay, so so basically around this time now I, I'm doing the Pan American Games. By the way, this is all like for the most part unpaid. Wait, you're playing for America? Yeah, this is the national side. Oh my god, you just walked on the American team? No, I, I played for that summer and I made the national sevens team. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I never touched the ball and then I played for right, three Pan months. Sports is dance.
1: a huge event. You don't just walk to that event. That's crazy. Yeah,
2: yeah. I um. <laughs> so yeah, I I was because I was pretty good. Like I would score a lot. Mm-hmm. Like that was my job. I just get the ball and score and I was like what they hired me to do so but they didn't really hire me because all of this stuff is And this is the story all this stuff is unpaid so you're doing all this you're getting injured you're dealing with all this stuff that's going on you're flying in and out which sounds cool at first mm-hmm. but then when you realize you can't really have a job because you have to leave for two weeks at a time every month you know mm-hmm. uh so it becomes if you don't make money from it it becomes a burden eventually and mm-hmm. over that summer I was going to sign the contract after the Pan Am Games because I did really I did pretty well there but um at another tournament i ended up getting a herniated disc in my back from running Mm. not even from getting tackled just from Mm. running like because i would i never took any big hits because i was fast so i would always avoid them yeah and i'm 100 and at this time i was like 165 pounds and you know how big these dudes are these dudes are 250. once you get to the international level bro these dudes are just grown men by every standard of Mm. what you would imagine (laughs) like so i'm just like i'm avoiding all hits Uh, So I didn't even get hit, but I got, I I don't know what it was from. I think it was from lifting heavy over the years. Mm -hmm. And I've always been a very like hard work person. So like when people Mm -hmm. would take like the summer off because you need that to recover in your body, I always thought if I just keep going, I'll get better. And really it just made it. So I got injury prone eventually Mm -hmm. just from all the stuff. And once I was out of the, once I was had a herniated disc, they told me that I could either get surgery or I could wait it out and, waiting it out is going to take about a year
3: damn
2: yeah so literally at the tournament and by the way at the tournament i got injured at we won it but it we won it and i proposed to my now wife at that time Uh like at the tournament after we won the tournament so like at this time my back is injured though so i could hardly get down on one knee but we thugging it out you know so so i did so i i did all that and i just didn't want to i don't know like once you I just have responsibilities, bro. Like you know, we we go out to the Olympic Training Center. It's in Chula Vista, California, and you live with five dudes. You know, it's good if you're trying to if you're a team focused on a goal. But mm-hmm. at some point, I have to have a stand. I have to live, and I have yeah. a wife. I'm not gonna move her into this. Apartment in California with five other dudes. That's weird. Yeah. Right. So I'm I'm just trying to get I'm trying to gauge this whole thing. Like, is this what I want to do? Because I see people that do this and they're 33. They're injury. They're they're injured. They yeah. have lifelong injuries, and they don't have much to show for it in terms of money. The NFL, they'll kill you, but at least they'll pay you.
3: Yeah, for sure. You know, they'll
2: pay you for it. But in rugby, the, the money just isn't there yet. Mm-hmm. And for where I was in my life, if I was a college student, and I didn't have much to lose. It would have been different. But the fact that I had a wife and I had responsibilities starting to build up, I was like, let's go try to make some real money. Unfortunately, at some point you have dreams, but you, you got to niche down to at some point. So when you get to that conclusion,
1: to do. how do you decide like YouTube videos is a thing? Is that just a hobby you started or did you actually see it taking off?
2: Um, I've always had like, I don't know. I've always like had conversations with people. Mm hmm. And when I got injured, I worked for USPS, which was
0: the worst place the bad. most,
2: the best inspiration you could ever get if you don't want to, if you yeah, want to figure out a way to not yet. work. Ah. It's the best inspiration you could get, bro. Like I'm trying to tell you. Did they, like, did
0: they tell you the story? Like when you go through the warehouse, they like, they, they walk you through, they show you everything, like how bad it is. Uh huh. Yeah, they did the same thing to me. Yeah, they, they oh, you literally, were, they- you, uh, you, I they interviewed and I was like, I'm not working here. Yeah,
2: they, they basically say, don't work here. They literally, told they
0: literally like, and we have football players, athletes come in here and throw these trucks and they can't handle it. This is a horrible place to work. Work at and they literally walk you through the warehouse telling you not to work there get you to the office <laughs> and say yo if you y'all, if you don't want to do this you're not gonna hurt us at all go ahead and go home yeah and i was still living to my mom at the time so i didn't want to show up without a like a piece of paper i was like i'll stay
2: but i'm not i'm not i'm not doing this bro. yeah th- it was that's, that's what it is they just tell you to not work there that's the whole interview that's insane and when you think about it like a lot of people take that stuff for granted bro but your mail comes rain sleet or snow and I'm in Minnesota. Yeah, I'm in Minnesota this time. That's a very
1: inefficient come. Just to let y'all know. Like in Canada, we have like the mailboxes. You know, how you guys have mailboxes at each house. Yeah. yeah, that's inefficient. They just have a mailbox at the end of the street for all the homes in that street. So when the mail person comes, they just unlock it. It swings the whole thing open. They put all forty pieces of mail for all the homes on the street.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so this is like a crazy process. I didn't even. I just thought this was like a movie thing. I didn't think people actually did this. Oh, this no, yeah, y'all do this. Yeah,
2: some some blocks have that, but for the most part, we're going door to door to crazy. door. Like I would, cause yeah. I, I've always been like, I count my steps and stuff. So mind, I have a herniated disc at this time too. So I'm Jeez. walking 25,000 steps when I can hardly even walk. 25K? 25,000 steps a day is what I was getting calculated. And I, I actually keep my watch <sighs> on me and my phone so I know how many steps I'm taking. That's like, for people that don't know, a mile is like 5,000 steps.
1: Yeah. I don't even think 25K. No, I think it's
2: 2,500 steps for a mile or something like that
1: yeah i stopped counting my steps but i don't think i've ever hit 25k like, yeah it's, i swear ever yeah
2: it's insane i was doing that every single day rain sleet or snow and it's a lot of snow in minnesota jeez so yeah so i was doing that and then i decided um <laughs> Jesus. i'm gonna keep doing it just to thug it out because i have to Did it gotta pay live. Well? no Jesus.
3: i mean yeah
2: i mean well it's <laughs> what do they do well what is well you get
1: your content
2: yeah well what does that mean? What what does I'm content mean?
1: Like, when you get paid, you're like, fuck yes. No, no. You're not going to have,
2: (laughs) you're going to go, oh, that's how much Joe Biden took? (laughs) Okay. Okay. And so, like, all that money is gone from as soon as you see it. I mean, bills... It's, but
1: Benefits, like what do they provide? Like, what is the reason for saying yes? If they're telling you not to do it at the job uh interviews or whatever, when they're walking you through mm-hmm. and you still do it, but you know to pay, like what is. desperate. Necessity. It, 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 exactly it, but it pays better than like McDonald's.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, well I mean, don't I don't hear even it, know though.
2: anymore because I think McDonald's upped it to like $15. Well,
0: now, but like two, three years ago, or like even like five years ago, when I was fucking at UPS and then up uh ups or whatever both of them really both of them yeah it was noticeably better than what you call it and from my understanding back in the day especially older people who were like really involved the benefits were definitely worth it but now from my understanding now
2: yeah it's it's bro it's and if you're a person that like you have ambition like you expect more from yourself Mm -hmm. like that's the hardest part about that you know what i mean it's like you just go I could do better. You just see people doing better and you just want to do better. Mm-hmm. So, but I was doing that and I had the herniated disc and I just sat down and started making What is a
3: disc.
1: Like what's the feeling? It's like a pinch, right?
2: It's okay. So it's like, I, it's S 5s one. That's where I had it. So it's in the lower back. And what happens though, is it pushes on a nerve called the sciatic nerve, mm-hmm. which is the biggest nerve in the human body. And what that does is it sends a signal all the way down your leg uh, of just like f- burning pain. Like, it's like your whole leg is on fire jesus literally the worst thing you could imagine and I, and I was dealing with it for 18 months bro
1: how like often is it like in the whole day do you feel it once is it the entire day
2: is the problem with it is is it's nerve damage so yeah it's all day it's chronic yeah it's chronic pain it was horrible and so uh you, the, you, you decided walking. to wait that out
1: instead yeah. of just getting what? surgery
2: well because the, the surgery they said long term it affects you worse oh jesus so i didn't want to do that because i was like i'll just take this pain now and then hopefully in the future i can ner- like get it back to where it was yeah. or and, it, and it's get better, it better now oh yeah significantly like i still compete i won't go back to i probably won't go back to the national level but i still compete at like the club level so mm-hmm. I, I ended up going to nationals last year I, we got like fifth or sixth just me lollygag and i was still making videos at this time yeah dropping a video a day so that just shows how much focus i was on just rugby yeah, it was actually, more just a pastime. that's hobby. very interesting
1: you know mkbhd still plays professional ultimate ultimate frisbee yeah.
2: yeah actually seen his highlights dudes he's athletic as No, no, he yeah is, he's, he's dudes, legit. yeah he's an athlete, yeah, athlete for, for sure, for sure. Thanks. but yeah so i was doing that and just decided to start doing something else like i just wanted to do something so mm-hmm. i just got a laptop got a literally and that's why well it ain't why i called it the poor man's podcast it's really just a name but i got a i got a uh, laptop cheap laptop $400 uh, I didn't even have a camera at the time, so I was using Droid Cam, which is an app that allows you to. If you use a USB uh, USB cord, mm-hmm. it'll act as a webcam. Your phone. Yes, okay. so you can you can hook it up with the USB, and if you download the app, it'll act as a webcam. So I was using that literally just like stringing this thing together. Even to this day, all of the editing that I do is on my phone.
0: Interesting. Right now.
2: Yes, I could like that's that's how I edit my videos what in the so, world so yeah I've, I've been thugging bro I don't know yeah, i just been sure. like I didn't i just been doing it how I've been doing it nah, So if you,
1: if you run up on Final Cut Pro or <laughs> <I> Adobe <laughs> Premiere your life is gonna change yeah man. that's that's
2: probably <laughs> the thing that's probably why I, Like, I need to get into that kind of stuff.
1: Having your phone is good because, you know, you could be outside or traveling and still get shit done. Yeah. Uh, Having like those, those are only really relevant if uh, you like use them to their maximum ability. Yeah. You know, like the tryhard editors have like scripts or they click one key and it has six different prompts and it's just like, but in all reality, like... I prefer just having it more convenient.
2: Yeah, that's what I, I... Like, even my setup still to this day is pretty simple. I don't really have a lot of the bells and whistles and a lot of the nice stuff yet for the... Even though, you know, we can do it now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, I'm just so accustomed to what I've been doing. That's all it is. And do you have, like a desire
1: to, to get, like, better like, equipment and shit?
2: Yeah, bro. Like, I'll see... Um, I really have a desire to go further with it just because i see some like other people like i watch a ben shapiro or a, i don't know if y'all know tim cass irl mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like i see these guys they start off with a webcam and now they have these production teams they have people who do uh journalism for them so they can present the stories and it's ran like a cable company yeah and i'm like that's amazing like the fact that people can do that like the pat Mc- uh, mccaffrey yeah
1: yeah yeah like he bro, just not got
2: it yeah that's got insane it. bro yeah. he, he's doing as well as any other thing that yep. any, like anything ESPN is putting yep. on, like the guy's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, and his just inside knowledge of the stories mm-hmm. adds to that because he has a different perspective than a lot of people. And it's more, it's less filtered because he can go direct to consumer, you exactly. know? So, so yeah, I just, I don't know. I just have a really simple setup and that's what I've been doing, bro. Just making videos, trying to articulate arguments. And like when we were talking about the natural talent thing, this is something that I've been thinking about. Cause I'm like, what does it mean to be entertaining? You know what I mean? Like, isn't that like, I've been trying to think because you want to make the best content and it has Mm -hmm. to be entertaining. But like, what does that even mean? And if it is a thing, is it something that's natural or is it something that you have to work at? Because I know people personally that I can just like that I've met that have the best conversations ever. They're hilarious, very entertaining people, but I still don't really know what that means to be entertaining
1: I think it depends it depends on who the audience is first cause like you know Faze Rug is entertaining as fuck to boppers but yeah. then like you know you grow older you, you hit 20 you're not watching as much Faze Rug it's not no dig on him it's just not who he's supposed to appeal to Yeah. so in the same sense you know what I'm saying if you watch like cooking videos the shit they find entertaining in cooking videos is like dad jokes and like funny bits of humor you know <laughs> yeah. it's just a different type of, but to them that's like yo that shit was mad funny when he dropped the spatula so i I think it i think it just depends i've been asking myself that question a lot too because i live in a house full of like a bunch of different like really entertaining people yeah but they're also like entertaining in different ways so it's interesting how like you could be completely different than somebody else somebody could be loud you could be quiet but both of you guys could be hella entertaining because I think players like Kawhi Leonard is super entertaining
3: yeah and he it's barely all way. talks yeah
1: you know what I'm saying and then the other people like Pat Bev I love watching him play because you know he just gets the most out of people and he loves to talk so I think it just depends to be honest
3: with you I
0: think I think over the past like 10 15 years especially with the way the media has like shifted a lot of it has to do with you being you and, and relatable as possible because like you say a lot of the things even you reference even like we're cooking the reason why people are starting to find that stuff humorous is because they're like oh yeah i do know I that also happens to me when i'm cooking whatever like da. da, 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 da. yeah so i think when, when more and more people start to understand like we're actually much more closer than we probably think even though there might be things that we grew up on that might have been viewed as tabooish um i think and i, I think probably the best example I always say, is always saying is mark from um uh rdc mm-hmm. um he's fucking definition entertaining oh that but dude is he makes good content bro but the but things that they the things that they do i don't know how old you are but like growing up it's like it was kind of taboo for you to be black watching anime doing shit like you know what i'm saying like yeah
2: that. i'm an anime guy bro i'm trying yeah. to tell you and i know that for a fact like yeah. when you, you were the doing lo- the that's yeah, what exactly. it is yeah. right yeah
0: so so that's what i'm saying like stuff like that is like when then when you start to realize like oh no no there's like a group of, like a, a massive group of people across America who also identify in the exact same thing. So then when he says something, it's damn near like we're saying an inside joke to one another. Cause we all know like what, what he's talking about right now. So that's, yeah. I think that's, that's what's f- being viewed as like entertaining is just being more relatable, being yourself and trying to garnish, like he said, a, a specific audience. And a lot of that is just, some of that is natural, and it can be honed in through skill and delivery and yeah. understanding and stuff like that. But a lot of it, I think, being yourself is like probably the best way to be entertaining nowadays. Because especially because I think the audience. On, um, especially YouTube, they're like smart enough to realize, like, oh, this seems kind of fake.
2: Like,
3: yeah.
0: yeah. Like, I'm not about to. I'd be feeling
2: like this. that sometimes. But then you got relationships. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're, you're, you're right. Everybody's right, right. deliberately yeah, fake. And then, you're you're it's right. like. But it'd, right.
1: be the, it'd be, it'd be right. the boppers that believe that. Like, yeah, anyone probably. over the age of 15 is not. Like, um, we got to react to one of the videos in the chat. I saw. Because it's like, there was a video about a guy who fucked Siri. What does that mean? Like the robot on the Apple phones? I've no, i haven't watched it i'm trying to
2: say or, the, or the one
1: where they
0: because that's about to be the meta in the relationship videos is the um soft soft prawn like um i've seen, y'all do, yeah, seen bro, y'all do a it's, couple on playback yeah it's 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 nasty bro like the way that they like set things up like one of them is i just rub my brick on my stepmom or some shit like that and it's like bro god <laughs> damn bro like what are you doing right now so stuff like that is like weird
2: it's so, so interesting weird. though how like <laughs> Every social media platform turns to that eventually. <laughs> it just takes time. Isn't that crazy? And if it's but not mediated, it will all, like it'll do it quicker. Mm-hmm. Like and it's it, like uh, a consistent fight really. to go from just
1: And
0: before ass. that. It's just
2: a consistent fight to go from ass. Like that's what every social media platform You know what's
0: crazy though? If you if you log into YouTube or on your phone with no um like not long excuse me no Let account you. and go to youtube shorts mm-hmm. it is nothing but ass that's all it that's is real? Yeah, that's no. all it is like
2: even tiktok if you like if you go into it but like without having being in the algorithm because yeah. it figures out what you like exactly. pretty quickly yeah, yeah. but when you go right into it that's all you see is people who i hope is 18 shaking their butt on yep. there. Like, that's all it like that's all it is
1: that is crazy yeah. it's
2: crazy yeah it's yeah and, the, and then it's like the parents they're trying to find a way to survive They don't, you know, they're not paying attention. They got to find a way to eat. Their children don't have health care. So it's like their kids are just on these apps all day sharing an entirely different like culture than what we even know of Mm -hmm. because we're just not a part of it
1: for sure is wild.
2: Yeah. It's like a whole different
1: default. YouTube is ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's,
0: it's, it's ass. What shorts I think is just. Just a reflection of what they think what TikTok is, anyway. Yeah, but yeah. the other YouTube videos like, yeah, my like iPhone, Sniper Wolf
1: and Mr. B. Yeah, my my iPhone, iPhone, iPhone yeah. don't have it.
0: It's a lot of Mr. B. Sniper yeah, Wolf. It's yeah. a lot of like shit like that. Um, also a lot of um, 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 what was it night night uh, late night shows too? Like, but that. even oh, yeah, that, yeah. that re- shit still dominates, unfortunately.
2: And recently there was like a big. Uh, there's a new like meta coming now, I guess because I, I like track, so I still watch it. But the meta is like beautiful track women long no jumping. i see and that. it'll catch them like Have you literally seen in the jump videos bro it's insane like it's bro. like fatima. The, the, their go-to is fatima the uh i think she i forget what country she competes for bro no
1: nah, you guys if you haven't checked them out there is a plethora of long jump videos the reason people like these long jump videos is because this is a straight ass bro yeah. straight Frazier. ass and they're all athletic and they're just jumping. It's track and field shit. Yeah. They're just jumping 10 million views, and 15 com- million views.
2: And then conveniently enough, they have sand in their uh, bottoms. Oh, yeah. So they have to get it out. You got to readjust the bottoms. You, you just landed <laughs> in a sand pit. You brushing off your cheeks. See, you got to get weird. all that out. So
3: like, what are we doing yeah, right now? Weird, like, I
1: saw this sit on my homepage for the first time. Because, you know, I go on incognito. I like to test my titles. So I'll yeah. like inspect element and put That's my titles right. on so but i'll see often a lot of times it's just like a house mix and then mr beast like it's generic shit yeah. bro for the first time a couple of weeks ago i saw a long jump compilation it was just ass on the thumbnail
2: that's all it is
1: I swear wow. yeah no so it's getting really popular that's what that means crazy
0: uh so when when you um started to i guess niche down would you said you kind of gravitated to more of the on um, talking point of like relationships and stuff like that yeah when you what was that what was that process because when we get into that, when, I do want to get to that portion of the conversation. But what was the process of trying to like finding your niche and, and kind of seeing how you got in that direction? And, and like, the, I guess the ups and downs of starting a new YouTube channel yeah. in the last like two or three years.
2: Well, I, like one of the biggest parts for me was like learning the tech behind it. Like mm. that's the big part that like people don't know, especially when you first start. Like they just see everything as a, a seven minute video or eight minute video, 10 minute yeah. video, whatever it may mm-hmm. be. But there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff when it comes to like learning the editing software, like learning what, cause I wasn't savvy. I wasn't like tech savvy. Yeah. So I'm like trying to download these softwares, trying to figure out how to use this editing stuff. And that's why I try to keep it simple because I didn't understand it. So uh, the biggest part for me in terms of making the content was just understanding the technology because I had been already having the conversations. Mm-hmm. like at this point I was a division one athlete, like sprinter like at the national level that at some parts I was a six time all american so and then I went into rugby so you just get a different perspective when you're an athlete because for some reason we love to watch people throw a ball so you you yeah. you just have people like you for no reason you get to see different perspectives from people that have an advantage especially in the dating market mm-hmm. and when you when you see it it's it's very it just you understand like you start to understand the concepts a little more because you see it in action. So yeah. I'd already been having these conversations with people mm-hmm. like that were on my track team and that, you know, I would just have like, just talk to. So the content as far as having the conversations was never like that tough. And I was already into like, I'm not really big into politics, but I would just dabble a little bit. Yeah. I'd work like I would look at things and because like the commentary is what I do in real life. Mm-hmm. So like if me and my wife is wa- watching something and I see something ridiculous, I almost feel the need to like say, say yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. about it, yeah. So like I was already kind of doing that, yeah. and I was already I was already kind of figuring out what people kind of like a little bit, and just when I started doing it, and this is the biggest part, like when you when you start getting into the niches, is you become you become incentivized by the money to go towards a certain direction. And this is when I started to understand media a lot more. Mm -hmm. Like, why is there, why is on Fox News is always a black dude or whatever. You gotta sell, like, and the the thing that's gonna sell the most is the majority of the country is white. We've demonized like a specific group and let's scare people and that's gonna get the the clicks and views and likes or whatever it may be. So like, understanding the monetizing aspect behind media makes you understand why it's so polarized and why it's so, the way it is, you know. So, like, you got to be careful with that because that's going to quit. That's where your integrity integrity kind of comes into question. Sure. Like, what are you willing to do for the views? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think when people go too far into willing to do things with view, cause you, because you got to play the game. Yeah. You got to play the algorithm. You got to do the thumbnail title, make people get on the video, or it doesn't matter what you're saying, they're not gonna, mm-hmm. they're not gonna listen. So, um, you do got to play the game, but at some point, you have to have like. A line where you go, yeah. That's just not right. Yeah, like we're sure. not gonna do that. Yeah. So that's that's probably like the other thing that I realized when I started doing YouTube mm-hmm. that was really interesting to me, just understanding that dynamic of how the money influences the content. Yeah. And how it can. Yeah.
0: Because yeah, so. I'm not gonna lie, because yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I man, last year, year and a half, man, you've been going crazy. Yeah. Because I I I'll watch a video of his, and he'd be like, "Man, just hit the like. Can we can we get to." Like 50,000 subscribers, and I look down, I'm like, oh, this nigga's already at 100,000. Like, what's going on? And then they'll say, can I get to 70,000? i like, this nigga's at 200 something. So, like, yeah. the growth is crazy because I'll watch a video that wasn't that long ago. I'm like, bro, well, he's already there. But I think it's very important and very impressive, actually, that you grab that concept of YouTube that quickly mm-hmm. because. There's people who be on YouTube for like years, yeah, and will never ever understand like what you just said right there. Like, it really don't matter. Sometimes it may not even matter that much about what you're saying because you gotta keep the people, you gotta gravitate them to your video. Mm-hmm. Out of the sea of videos that they see on their homepage and they they're suggested, bro. The thumbnail, and the title, you gotta have that straight so people can click it. Yeah. And a lot of people just they don't they don't understand how important that is to the point where, I mean, even Mr. Beast is going on record and saying like, before I even record a video, I'll have my thumbnail and my title ready to go before I even like come up with that. So I think, but I don't think people, a lot of people don't really understand. And it's very impressive that you got onto it. Yeah. Um so i guess let's let's go ahead and get into yeah, it yeah let's, let's go ahead go, let's, let's go ahead and the- get into it. let's get into this so
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get to the Not questions. because i <laughs> didn't
0: want to give you a process like, it was very impressive the growth has been like very very impressive
3: yeah.
0: um why, why why do you think that the dialogue and the conversation it is what it is right now with I, relationships and dating and stuff like that
2: i think we're in a situation where people are being separated more and more and guys especially because like, bro, this is like how guys communicate, man. Like we have to be critical of each other because we have to progress. Like really? we, we, we we compete for procreation. If you don't compete well enough, your DNA doesn't go into the next generation. Okay. So the only people that, the only men that ever like kept going are the ones that became more competitive. And so that means you need criticism. So like, if you do something wrong and I criticize you, you're gonna be better adapted at accepting it because, you want to be better and you have mm. to be better to procreate women specifically they just don't have that like they don't have they don't have to accept criticism they see criticism as cruelty so when we're in like male spaces and we give strict criticism straightforward so that people can try to better themselves mm. it can be easily seen as cruelty because you just don't communicate that way you know what i mean so i think there's just a difference in terms of the way men and women communicate mm. and so now guys have an opportunity to be a part of something where they feel like they're communicated to how they want to be communicated to mm-hmm. and they're, be, they're able to be honest about conversations that need to be had mm-hmm. and they can see it like guys can feel it right guys understand but they don't have a way they feel like they don't have a way to express it because anytime they do they're told to shut up essentially or that there's some kind of phobic or you you know the, yeah, yeah, yeah. some kind of phobia or some kind of ist or whatever it may be uh so now they have a, they have a place where they can say stuff that's what it is like they they want to
0: be no, I, I agree with you because i think because a lot of times you want I watch videos or people have these conversations and then like the reaction i hear and i'm like bro like that's the same tone that niggas was telling me shit like 10 years ago like I don't, yeah. I, don't I don't understand it's like regular conversation. So yeah it is a lot of times I'm like bro he just saying like obvious shit but it, I'm realizing more and more and more like people just interpret things totally different like yeah. completely totally different and gender is definitely part of it but I even think like age is a part of it uh, like in the way that things get separated is definitely a part of it but it, yeah I, I'll, li- I'll sit here and listen to what somebody's
2: saying I'm like bro He's just saying shit. Don't, you, like, but see, that's the crazy part, though, because like with people being more and more alienated, they long like they want these conversations. They just need somebody to say you can do it or this is, you know, like or give the come. They want somebody that can articulate something that they already know yeah, and sure. wonder why they felt that way about it. You know what's interesting. You know what
1: I don't know if you watched Sneeko's most recent video, um, but he was I forgot what he was doing exactly. But there was a part in the video halfway through where he bumped into this lady. He asked her a question. And she was, she could tell that she had an opinion, but she was like, oh, I can't say that. And he was kind of like, you know, trying to the real man, her. The real man video? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. video. And she ended up just like saying like, oh, I'm gonna get canceled, I'm gonna get canceled. Don't put that in there, I'm gonna get canceled. And I was like, bro, you could just see fear like in her. She had like a vintage like clothing store.
2: Yeah, so like,
1: how are they gonna cancel your vintage clothing store, how? Uh,
2: is that your target audience? <laughs> like, is
1: that your target market? <laughs> but it was, it's just that like, it's interesting because i feel like you should be sensitive to like uh the fact that everybody's different but at the same time he has an important question in that video and i don't really have the answer to it but at what point like if i call low fat if you're very sensitive about your fatness um should i not say that now probably if i'm a if i'm a good friend but then like where are we drawing the line if i say like you're ashy objectively dog you're ashy but (laughs) If you get sensitive about that, can I not say that to you now neither? Exactly. You feel me? Mm. But then it's just like I feel as though the criticism can be useful because you need to be moisturized and it's gonna be good for your skin long term. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but if I can't levy the criticism because I'm worried about your sensitivity, then you're worse off because of it. Yeah. And I miss out on a good joke I could make.
2: Yeah, okay. so it's 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 kinda like being passive versus being like direct. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like sure you can virtue signal and try to make people feel good about everything that are problems in their lives but if you're if you're close to a person and you want to acknowledge a problem for the betterment of them then you should be able to do that you know what i'm saying without everybody being so sensitive to everything Mm -hmm. and i think that's one of the biggest problems with like the communication uh the communication gap i guess it would be between men and women is when I'm, i'm trying to figure out a way to put it but basically I, I don't want to, uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to put what I'm trying to say, but mm-hmm. it's, I think it's I know what time you're time saying.
0: Time. I mean, yeah. I think kind of everybody know what you're saying. Cause even, cause I would, to a degree, I, I think there's a difference, but the first time I really realized when we reacted to that video, it was like some daytime show. That was like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Bethany. Bethany. Yes, and I was like, sir. and I, we were listening to the things that they were saying and obviously like bro, I'm not watching I'm not watching a daytime show. Like yeah. probably eight years ago. Either I was in college or like I'm just either working on YouTube or shit. Like just some doing something like eight years ago. I'm not watching the fucking daytime show. Mm-hmm. So but then I realized like there's a bunch of women and that that's the that demographic, middle age or whatever the demographic is. And I'm watching it and the shit that they're saying, I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Like they're literally saying, like, no, it's okay. Like there might be a man out there who might like a fat lazy woman. Yeah, I'm like, bro, like fat lazy. Cool. Some man might like lazy, a fat woman, but lazy. La- lazy is like the lazy. Death, like literally a negative. Like, there's no way there's you can no flip. way you can make it positive. You know True. you can make lazy positive? And then she was literally, I think it was Eddie. it was it was but, you know but, so crazy was Eddie Murphy's ex wife sitting there. Oh, I
2: did that video. Too, yes, bro. yeah, that's it. <laughs> and, and I'm and like, like, so you go over here look like a model? Yes, and you telling <laughs> women that don't look like you that it's okay? Yes. Seems like somebody's <laughs> incentivized via uh via just competition yes. to do that. So it's like I'm like, bro, like it's weird. And then but then it's like how how are we
0: flipping lazy? So then I'm like, if there's years and years and years of that if that's a dialogue that's being had on there, it was crazy they would even have a man on there too. He was like saying just regular, like regular shit. very yeah, Like I don't like, know
2: if that's what you can yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> ah. She's like, it's okay to be like. He's like, I don't know if you should be lazy. And they just know. booing him. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're booing him, saying, Nah, I can be lazy. And I'm like, Are y'all just saying shit for the sake of saying shit, or are y'all literally patting each other on the back through, regardless of what was being said? Yeah. And I would go as far as saying that type of dia- dialogue is beyond the difference between passive and aggressive or direct and indirect. Like, I think mean, that when you get to that level. That is
1: like destructive type
0: it's shit. Sabotage, yeah, really? It's sabotage. It is sabotaging yourself. You're telling yourself. And it's yourself, for relatability. It's That's okay. why they
1: do it. Just let you know. Same reason why streamers pretend like they don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars.
2: Hassan just bought yeah, like bro, the house. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying sure, to like start a beef right or anything. Yeah, you're not you're a, not a it's commoner. It's a stunning estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah bro. Yeah. Nigga's not a commoner, bro. Yeah, but
2: but he's like trying to act like he's a simple guy. Yeah, Yeah. he's like an entertainer.
1: Like, Will Smith got away with it for a very long time, too. Like, Will Smith made his career from being relatable on TV shows. Like, those are emotions we can relate to. He's going through things that we all have been through. Mm -hmm. But then, like, it reaches a point where, like, you're a celebrity for so long that you don't even know no more what it's like to be regular. Yeah. And then it's like people start to sense that. You feel me? Um, and I noticed that before all the Jada uh, embarrassment tour that she's been going on for the past few years. But I, I've noticed it. If you watch so, the
0: Venus Arena thing, you can tell it, too, because he's trying to act like a, a broken down father. And I'm like, bro, he screams Will Smith. I didn't Smith's- watch that one yet. Yeah. It just screams Will Smith to me. I'm like, bro, you're Will Smith. Like, you can't. Like, yeah, I, can't, <laughs> like it. Yeah, I can't I can't. buy into this facade anymore bro yeah,
1: Maybe part of it is sabotage There's a chance I, I know just from being a content creator The need to also be relatable to your audience You feel me? Yeah no So, yeah. so um, I part of me felt like it was supercharged by that Like come on Don't tell everyone they want to be lazy But you know people want to be accepted as they are And some people are just fucking lazy Yeah, but you should know that laziness is a horrible trait to have
2: It's a horrible trait, a horrible trait. That's why it's just a little strange yeah. And I think that some of this stuff is because Again, like I said, and and these are all concepts, like this is not like, this specifically one, there's no like data to back all this stuff up. For sure, for sure. But this is just like having a take, you know, just, I think for women, just because they don't have to be competitive for procreation, that's okay. Mm. And so those ideas that promote that, like kinda like lazy behavior, it's because for a woman, it doesn't really matter for procreation to actually be fit. She can still procreate. Now, is she gonna get Drake? Probably not but she can still procreate. And mm-hmm. the problem with that is if you if you tell women that it's okay to be lazy and then they wake up to 20 different dudes telling them they're amazing and they're beautiful in every single way and they can make no mistake. Well, then you start to believe it eventually. Like you have to, right? If you yeah. From the time you're 18 to 25, everybody is telling you you're amazing and you're not gonna believe that eventually. I'm
1: not gonna lie, a few years ago, I went on a date with this woman I thought I actually looked really, really good. I had no clue how I pulled it off, i am be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I was surprised in myself. But as we went, we, we the date was like two part, But like a lot of it was like we were going past people, like we were interacting with people and things. Right. And it blew me away how often she would get compliments from waiters, from strangers, from it could be a delivery man. It could be an Uber driver. It did not matter. She was getting them left and right. So I immediately clicked for me. It's kind of like content creators. Like if your fans keep coming up to you and they're like, yo, I love you. I love you. At a certain point, like it can get to your head. You feel me? If it yeah. happens enough times, it might just get to your head. So then it hit me. I think the reason why a lot of people, women feel like they could just fall back and do the bare minimum and be lazy as like a trait that like you should just tolerate is because like they get celebrated regardless, especially when they're good looking. Exactly. Especially when
2: they're good like looking. like say 20 years ago, because like people don't understand that social media, it's, Instagram really started getting traction in 2011. It's Mm. 2021, and you just see the cultural difference in just ten years. I genuinely think in twenty years, people are going to look back at social media just like they did cigarettes. People were puffing them things like it was nobody's business. Thirty years down the line, people are getting throat cancer. There's a problem. So I think in ten years, bro, twenty years, we're going to look back at this era and go, it was wild that we just let our kids get on those apps for hours and hours at a time. I think it's worse.
1: Yeah, me too. I think they're going to throw on headsets and be in virtual worlds. Yeah,
2: I, I, I'm very bullish on uh, on the metaverse. Now, I don't know if it's going to be the metaverse, the one that gets popular, yeah. but it just looks like it's going in that direction. But look, like when it comes to women and the, the free like validation, for a woman 20, 30 years ago, to get validation, you'd have to put on a nice outfit. You'd have to put in some effort. You'd have to go outside. You'd have to communicate with people, develop good communication skills, mm-hmm. and that's how you got compliments and appreciation. Now, you can just throw on some sweats or some some tights or whatever it may be, take a picture in, the, in a mirror and get all the validation you might need for the day. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like the incentive is different. Like you're, you don't have to go out and be that person. Not only that, but you look at makeup, the ability to go from like a six to an eight. You do that every single day. And then it, all of this stuff is there to trick a man's brain. Mm-hmm. Like you look at waist trainers and high waisted jeans, all this stuff is to trick the male brain for validation. And that's all cool, but then you don't have to do the work necessary to get the validation. And that's the most important part about developing mm-hmm. the character. Now, it's like,
0: Now, I, I, the the big question though is, whose fault is that then?
2: Oh no, it's, oh, I am very, very against simping. Like just, just <laughs> on there all day. Against what? Against like just, simping? Just simping bro. Just, oh, okay. just putting your, <laughs> your life goals on hold because you're addicted to 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 getting easy access to what
0: is the, oh you trying to fuck I hate mosquitoes
2: dog I'm gonna get this nigga. yeah you gotta get him what is your problem
0: agent is trying his hardest to get this mosquito and he actually got he actually got him. But I think I think or you can go and finish because you, you're about to say the point that I think.
2: Where, where are we going? Where are we no, going? you said
0: the simping. You're totally oh, against simping.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I think, bro, look look at it like this, and I think that there's an a, a epidemic right now in America epidemic. when it comes, bro.
1: It's a real one.
2: This is real. This is real. <laughs> okay, so. Like for 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 guys in general, we're thirty percent weaker on average than we were like thirty or forty years ago, and this has been tested from like different physical tests on the average man okay. to find oh, out you mean in like comparison. physical strength. Yes, physical strength. Really? When you look, bro, it's insane. Sperm count is down sixty percent in men. Sixty percent. How do you count that? I got you. Hold up. When it comes to um, sperm counts down sixty <laughs> percent. How
1: they count that? <laughs> yes,
2: yeah, I, I, I just want but, I, off, I don't man. know. Like, but if you look all this stuff up, yeah. this stuff is true. So sixty. Men on average have been losing 1% testosterone every single year since 1979. That means me as a 26-year-old man now, I have about 32% on, somewhere in there, less testosterone in my bloodstream than a man did my same age in 1979. So men are literally becoming weaker. Mm -hmm. Men are literally becoming, like when women go, where are all the real men? We're all the, we're actually having an epidemic of, I don't want to get into the particulars of what it is, but testosterone in your blood, the number was a thousand. That's what a healthy man would have. Mm -hmm. And testosterone is linked to libido. It's linked to mental health. It's linked to physical health, recovery, all the uh, ambition. It's it's linked to all these different things. Mm -hmm. And so the average number used to be a thousand. The average number in a man now is 250 to 500. Jeez. That's insane. That's a, like so when is you this, look at a, is this like in America or in the world this is in America. So when you look at men it's because you you put plastic in the in the ranch there's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. You know when you when you take away male spaces where we could... men are supposed to be warriors. Like that's what we've done throughout human history. Mm-hmm. We've hunted, we've been warriors, we've had a purpose, a goal to go after. And we we as men are very purpose driven because what's the other point of working if you don't have somebody or a community to share with Mm -hmm. and because of the alienation you know people are just getting stripped from that i think that's part of the problem but when it comes to men being men there's a we're we're, by every measure of what you would consider to be a healthy man is we're not looking too good and when you look at guys ending themselves potentially this is all linked like so all this stuff goes into working toward or all of this stuff combines when we talk about what a simp is like it's doing anything for female validation and lacking a purpose. Mm-hmm. Being willing to put your purpose on hold to chase after some woman you know won't give you
1: anything. Yeah. Why do you think yeah. it is that like so many men desire like um, female validation? Or validation of all kinds, but specifically from women. Like the just the need to want to be attractive to just the average woman.
2: Uh, procreation, that's so, what man. we're designed to do, yeah. Like when it, when it comes down to the bare, like to the basis of it, that's what we do. Like a lot of the things that we do are procreation motivated. Like it's to be the bigger guy or it's competitive to you know to 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 be the guy that brings home the bacon. You know what I mean? Like, and that's a good thing because it pushes societies forward. And women having standards is also a good thing because that also pushes society forward. Mm-hmm. So so like and this is something really interesting that I've been thinking about, but women are higher in depression and anxiety naturally. So like I think that this is all linked to how we got so many good advancements because I could bring home a rabbit right and because my wife is higher in uh higher in anxiety she goes and she has to be because she has children that's probably why women are higher in those uh, negative emotional traits Mm. because they have to have children to provide for so they have to be worried of the future because human children are pretty much useless until like the age of 10 or whatever it may be so so she goes so she goes oh that's a nice squirrel you brought here but what about tomorrow what about the next day Mm -hmm. and so men start building as motivation, like women are the motivation for men to build, women and children are that motivation, mm-hmm. so I think that women are here to be the motivation for men to chase after, and to chase after those women, you have to prove that you're the bigger guy, so you have to do something amazing, or you have to do, something. and so I just think that us wanting female validation is just natural. Yeah, think- I'm, it's,
1: I'm in a weird like cluster fucker that now with a and because we do videos where like, uh, we try and raise up uh, in, 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 from time to time, but it's like, um i don't know how to explain it but it's almost like a sport you feel me Mm -hmm. and if you're not good at the sport actually not just we personally amongst ourselves couldn't care less but the internet actually kind of holds you accountable for some reason they're like if they they don't even if they just think you can't you're not attractive other men really yeah but all people if they just think you're not attractive they just kind of judge you on it i have no idea how to explain the phenomenon that is Um, like doing, like we dropped a video a few days ago on the A&P channel. Um, it was, uh, A&P love is blind. It was basically, you you watched the show love is blind before? Yeah, I've seen it. The premise is just, there's someone on the other side of the wall Mm -hmm. and you basically have to, uh, decide to marry them, uh, in two weeks span. And having just conversations right, yeah. so it's an interesting convo. Even the shows, I'm as fake as it is, like, there's plenty of drama, it went super viral, right? But like, we just did our own rendition of it. And in my head, while I'm shooting the video, I'm like, bro, I really don't want to be talking to these women. Like, we just got models from some modeling agency, oh, I have nothing no. in common with these women at all. I'm just Damn, doing it just because I don't want to be in the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: God, leave no, it. I
1: just didn't want to be in the video. I was like, bro, like, I have, I have no interest right now, I'm forcing it because I want to be present. Like, it's an AP video, I should try yeah, my yeah. hardest, you know. Yeah. But, um, I knew that there were gonna be comments that were like wow agent has no risk like this is very sad and i'm like dog like bro like anyway um i've been finding all of that fascinating you know what I'm what saying and and i see guys yeah it's it's very it's, it's almost become like a sport in the house mm. um and some people are, are better at it and others some people are way more motivated at it than others i know people uh in my life not in the apos but just spend like a lot of time in their day on like their instagram dm requests just like filtering because, you know, you don't do it like you used to. Yeah, Nowadays, you can. Especially if people know of you online, you just scroll through your Instagram DM requests and you have like just women, woman after woman just reaching out to you saying just for men. So um, I've seen some of your videos before. Mm-hmm. I might not always agree with the take, but I think the thing that's fantastic about YouTube for me is that you can have your opinion and you're allowed to, yeah. and that it should be celebrated. Yeah. Because I think having different opinions is how we move shit forward. I think just trying to nize the conversation and end it is, is awful, it's yeah. awful. And I've been seeing that happen more and more on other platforms like uh, Twitch. Uh, but on YouTube, they've been pretty open about things. So you mentioned some content creators like Tim Cast and Ben Shapiro, those are both people have YouTube channels, yeah. you see know me? I mean? um, So I th- yeah, I feel, like, I feel like your voice is kind of necessary. And even if someone doesn't agree with like a specific thing you said Mm -hmm. like what's wrong with hearing it
2: yeah that's the part like and that's and that's what i do but like people i try to have takes and i do the research to try to like because i'll have an idea and then i'll try to do some research behind it Mm -hmm. to see is this does it have any like like, yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. what are we doing so like with a lot of the cons, like with the things I say, they're takes. Like you don't have to be offended because somebody has an opinion. Mm-hmm. You can educate them on why it might be wrong and we can have a mm-hmm. discussion. But I think that's one of the reasons why like it's everything is so polarized. Because unlike, like, and, and this is one of the problems with social media, unlike in the real world, you can't get stomped out for making a comment on social media so people communicate in ways that they would never communicate in person and i think i think that this is a big problem when it comes to the polarization because people are not communicating how they would honestly
1: you think the internet like makes things more polarizing
2: yeah i absolutely do because the the algorithm the algorithms give you things that you're interested in Mm -hmm. so if you're interested in red pill content you're only going to hear that side Mm -hmm. you're never going to hear the female side of it and what happens is. After enough validation that this idea might be right, without anybody going against it, you just instinctually feel like you eventually start to identify with it. Like it becomes literally a community mm-hmm. that you are a part of, that you identify with. And so when you go over to the other side, especially on a social media platform, it's all yelling. It's all yeah. just throwing rocks at each other instead mm-hmm. of people actually having like genuine discussions. And that's, that's and that's that, that's really weird
0: about that. I'm happy you brought it to the Red Pill community, man. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we troll a bit on on uh, online or with it how because do, how, do, how do you feel about let me just ask you hey, how do you feel about the red pill community or the the alpha male community or things like that I'm I'll I'm, be split sometimes i will be really split'm I'm, I'm, I'm really 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 split on
2: it yeah I, I think I think it's necessary. Uh, I just think that when people aren't good at articulating the ideas sometimes, because they're already seen as taboo in 2022 to even say when they aren't good at articulating or they're too focused on trying to be entertaining or trying to be, uh, trying to step past the boundary. Cause you know, there's a line and the closest you can get to that line without stepping over it, the better you tend to do because people are interested in that. Sometimes they get wrapped up and they want the views and then they step over that line and that's when you get in trouble uh, from everybody. So I I just think that it's necessary, but some people so I don't. I don't know how to explain it. Some people just go so far into the misery part, the aspect of using it as a as an attack instead of a defense. The information is supposed is so that you go out into the world and like see things a little differently yeah. and orchestrate your reality in that direction. Because if you're spending all your money on women that aren't interested in you specifically, well, then you are missing out on a lot of opportunity. I think For that's sure. necessary to be told. I think you should tell somebody that. But. If they only hear that and they only do that, sometimes it can lead to dudes being in a very dark place, especially dudes that have had bad situations with women, which (laughs) right now there's a lot of guys like that. Bro, I had a
1: stream where people on Discord were telling me the last thing they said to their ex and... Is some down bad moments, dog. Yeah. I got hella clips. (laughs) Okay. Because it was some down bad moments. But um, a few of them mentioned to me, like, they started watching videos. I'm kind of curious how you feel about, like, uh, not necessarily pickup videos, but, like, maybe, like, self-help videos. Do you feel like, um, because I I noticed there's been, like, a trend recently of just kind of, like, shitting on Mm self-help. I feel like that's coming a lot from people who've already, like, went through that like uh trial and tribulation in their life Mm -hmm. but um do you feel like there's any merit to those and it could be like any form of self-help it could be like weight loss or um guys who feel like uh they don't have a lot of um like they don't have a lot of success with women and shit like that Mm -hmm. do you would you ever recommend somebody watch videos to do that stuff or or like what kind of advice would you provide because i'm a little curious
2: i think that especially on youtube one of the best parts is like it's like informative So if you want to lose weight and you go to videos that talk about weight, hopefully in that video, they also teach you something about actually losing weight and they're not just like, Mm -hmm. you can do it. You can blah, blah, blah. Well, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing? I can do it, but what are we doing? Mm -hmm. you like, you, you got to count calories. You got to take this amount of steps a day. You got to do this. You got to do that when it's just pure motivation and nobody actually giving you anything to hold on to that can be seen as, I, I don't I don't know, cause I'm really not, I, I don't want to go all the way into it because I don't really, I'm not a part of the self-help necessarily thing. Mm-hmm. I just give takes, yeah. I, just, I just give an opinion on things. Mm-hmm. And people can, like you said, people can accept that or they can ignore it, but that's just what I do. So when it comes to the self-help stuff, like I, and I like it because I think it gives you a little bit of motivation, but you have to want to help yourself. A self help video ain't gonna make you actually help yourself. You exactly. have to want to do that.
0: But that's that's a problem. Yeah. The pro the problem is that there's so many people who actually. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to be very careful what I'm saying as well because I think most people who try to do self help things probably do it in a positive way like they're Mm -hmm. trying they're actually actively trying to change something but the the problem is even and this the the reason why i'd be split on the red pill community sometime and i guess the alpha male talk is that you you get to this point where it's like like you talked about in the beginning what like how media works and how people just see something working and they keep going back to that over and over and over again Mm -hmm. where you kind of lose yourself and it's like you might have began this whole thing with self-help but now look at like what you're actually producing. I don't think a lot of people do that. But what happens is that there, I think there's a community of people on both sides. I think both men and women, there's a community of people who believe and tell themselves that they may, I may have may have even identified the problem that they have. And in their attempt to address the problem can either be a, taking accountability for the problem that they put themselves in so they can fix it mm-hmm. or be trying to find uh, uh, out, so like, you're the, you're the reason why this is X, Y, Z. Yeah. And so when I think in, in terms of women, I think it's pretty identifiable. Like what people try to do, like every single time, I mean, we all react to the videos where like the woman is blaming the man for doing that, but it's like, ah, but you chose him. So like, what are we doing right now? Yeah. And you stayed with him all that throughout this stuff. But the, the reason why the red pill community kind of trips me out sometimes is because you know for a fact like the audience that you're garnishing is looking for an answer and like you're purposely trying to pick upon not the not the guidance in the direction of how to fix the answer but these systematic or ancillary pieces around your life that may be causing it Mm -hmm. and so that's what you're so-called so easily focused on and i think that's also easier Content to gravitate to as an audience member because then at that point you don't have to say, Hey, the reason why I don't have this job, or the reason why I'm not attracted to women, or the reason why I'm still at home, my mom is because XYZ, da 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 da, because women, this on um, the economy that that like you just find the excuses and some of them may actually be valid yeah but at the end of the day like bro these ex- these excuses going to exist like you got to just figure this shit out like you gotta you have to find a way around doing yeah, this that's
2: what everything is yeah,
0: yeah literally, that's literally what life is like yeah. there's always going to be hurdles in life so you're going to have I mean uh, sure we identify the hurdle but at some point are we going to then identify the way to get over it because yeah. if because if not then you're going to see and just look at the hurdle and just say, saying yeah, there there's a hurdle right there and it's like every day and even to credit to the to, to a lot of content creators because some of them try to to explain to people how to get over the hurdle mm-hmm. i've just noticed that the audience member and we talk about this a lot on playback where at the end of the day the way that social media itself is, is user generated. So it's like whatever y'all keep clicking on at the end of the day, that's what's gonna keep popping up on your feed. Yeah. So if you keep clicking on the videos that make it easier for you to accept who you are as a person and all the flaws and all the bad decisions that you made, that's what you're gonna keep watching and that's what you're gonna keep gravitating to. And it's the reason why a lot of y'all shit, you ain't really changed that much as a person. You're the same person mm-hmm. you was six, eight, 10 months ago. You're the yeah. same dude and, and woman. And that's the thing that really bothers me. And I think though, instead of identifying that, if your really, really true purpose in the community is to help people, I think there needs to be a moment where you kind of pause and say, hey, those type of videos we need to kind of get away from and kind of focus on the actual solutions, Mm -hmm. which is something that on playback, I know we talked about where we're trying to slow down on relationships talks and more so identify with like, Let's be clear. We, we can shit on women or do whatever we want to do fun, but you still, as you as a man, you still ain't doing what you need to be doing. Yeah. Let's, let's get that clear. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So let me get on your ass for a second for these next couple of videos. Cause yeah. you ain't really doing shit either. Yeah. So I think, I think that's the wake up call that needs to be had in the red pill community. From my perspective, But see, here's
2: the thing though, like, so on a video average video, I, I get a hundred thousand viewers. Mm-hmm. It's a thousand comments. Think about a person that comments, and this isn't any knock to anybody that likes to engage with content and wants to comment and like, and they should do that for this video right now, but, um, subscribe. Um, but, um, I just think that like out of all those a hundred thousand people, you get a thousand people that comment and those are the people that are going to be the most invested into what's happening. Yeah, for sure. So like those are already going already gonna to be the niche of people that are more that way like the guy that's driving the truck all day that's just listening to the video yeah. might hear oh jada Pinkett's it's a a, a a narcissist this is what narcissists do oh my girlfriend is kind of doing that too you know <laughs> yeah. let me just watch out for that you know so it could be that too there could be a lot of people that it's helping but they just don't comment and the people that comment you got to think of what like he's typing something yeah for sure for nobody to see for sure for the most part but
0: the, but the reason so like, like
2: you already have to be a specific kind of person to
0: and that's and that's fair enough but the, the reason why person. i enjoy your content and even mtr's content is that even when we're identifying that like the jada thing it's still in the video it's like hey but will you
3: want to Come figure on. it out yeah. No, yeah, we can we
0: can go on with Jada all day, but hey, well, you gonna have to you gonna figure this out. Yeah. So that's the reason why I enjoy That's the reason I draw yours. MTR does that a great job as well. I think Aben Preach do a fair job balancing that shit out too. Because it's like, but we can bag on this all day, but like what exactly are you doing? Like, what are, are you, you doing? What are you doing to make sure this doesn't become a reoccurring thing? Because if it is, then it's like, ah, oh, well, then y'all both wrong. Y'all yeah. both in the world because at that point, you ain't
2: changing. How am part. I going to tell a woman that or like in the video, if I'm reacting to it, that she needs to leave a relationship if she's with a guy that's hitting her upside the head, giving her knuckle sandwiches. But I, but like when it comes to Will Smith, I can't tell him that he needs to leave his exactly, relationship. Exactly. Like he, he's responsible for that to some degree. Like exactly. you decided to, out your family information, and this is what happens when you do that online. Like, mm-hmm. And that's the interesting thing, like when you were talking about just celebrities trying to transition into this stuff, mm-hmm. is they don't understand that everything isn't, they're used to a world where everything is scripted. Where you go in, you know this is what you say, interviews 15 minutes, we get to chop it up, put in the parts we like, take out the parts we don't. So you could control your image a little better. Now everybody's just dumping their everything they're doing in their lives on social media, it's going to be totally different. For you know what sure. I mean? Like, so yeah, we is really likable, but I mean, when you dump all of your private information online or when your, your wife is slanging ad revenue, <laughs> signing deals with Facebook, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to have some problems. Like, that's one of the things about the content is it incentivizes negative behavior. And, and that's like the first thing, like another thing with communication is for the first time in human history, people are incentivized to do negative things. If yeah. you were doing that in your community you'd be an outcast people would make fun of you mm-hmm. but you do that stuff online and you're gonna have ten thousand people telling you cool bro or whatever that's hilarious or whatever mm-hmm. like these tri- like the put them in the coffin dudes or the dudes that be just stealing yeah. stuff out of stores. i'm like bro yeah. that's not okay but they have a whole community that incentivizes them to do negative that's, behavior that's,
0: that's the gets interesting too though because i'm like man i would never have thought that there's that many people who are like okay with shit like that yeah like that like literally because like well, it maybe just because of my experience, but when I see me, when I see people like on IG and TikTok, especially over the past like five six years, like annoy like workers at like retail stores. I'm like, bro, like, how the fuck do y'all find it entertaining? Yeah, and I'm, and I'm a part of me. I'm like, maybe that's coming from me as a retail worker knowing that I would not want to be fucked with for somebody else's enjoyment, right? But then it's also like, I didn't have to be a retail worker to come to that conclusion. Like, just morally speaking, yeah, I wouldn't be going around recording myself fucking with somebody. To the point where it's like obnoxious, like mm-hmm. I like that. That's weird to me. But even, but even with like, it is that is interesting with with, with the media. With yeah, media. And, like, and
2: so we like we've dove into this new thing that we know nothing about. We're yeah. guinea pigs. We're just putting children in there. Forget about it. Who cares? These girls yeah. are. They're just repeating. Like you said, it, prawn is becoming more and more it like more and more kids are using it because they have yeah. access to it you can yeah. i remember you had to pop in a dvd yeah in the boiler room No. Nah. but wherever the you're DVD going is crazy like bro, bro uh, you'd have the to DVD be, is crazy <laughs> you'd have to wait Y'all wait nah y'all didn't have to wait y'all 20 25 yeah no, i just funny. i just had
1: the internet at 06 and that's it i was before like, I didn't get a chance to buy DVDs. Yeah, well, you didn't. No, know I it. had DVDs, just not prawn ones. I had burnt DVDs of movies I wanted to watch.
2: Yeah, well, you d- yeah, you pop in that, and then you'd have to turn the volume all the way down so your mom doesn't walk into you.
0: No, nah, mine mine's was... Mine's was uh BET and Comedy Central after like two, three o'clock in the morning, they would put on Girl Gone wallace and shit like yeah. that, or BET on Cutters and shit like that, and it'd be like, um, going to turn that fucking volume down. Nelly about to start speaking to me with this tip drill. So <laughs> <laughs> had to turn it all the way down. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, you're right. That was like literally the, quite frankly, the only option that you ever have. Yeah. And what's weird is that I don't know. There's there's things that I I, I fight for because I think that um. Just having the opportunity and options, especially with the internet, it definitely puts people in a a very special position. Yes. But then it's also like, bro, like sometimes y'all be dragging that shit. Yes. Like y'all dragging it.
2: It's a tool. But the thing is for like humans, we tend to lean to the side of self-sabotage. Like we create planes. This beautiful thing. You can travel across the globe. You have family members in Africa. You can see them in the same day. That's an amazing thing. (laughs) Ten years later, we're dropping bombs out of them in Hiroshima, and Nagasaki. Yeah. that's just what. Like, it's a beautiful thing. Well, why but it's Because we are just crazy? people. You no, know I learned just,
1: mm-hmm. random fact to this convo. I know people hate when I do that. You know, the America does not think the next nuclear explosion is going to happen from a plane. It's going to be a handheld device. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Because like you could shoot it out the air in a plane now. Like there's especially because America's so far from all the other countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just learned that, so now I got nervous.
3: You know what's interesting
2: though, because. <laughs> China's, China's been working on hypersonic missiles. That's fucked. Hypersonic nuclear missiles. Uh, you, they, you can't even shoot them down quick enough. Bro. So like we're getting to the point where China's yeah. flying hypersonic missiles. Yeah,
1: sorry to drill the convo. Back, back on point, you mentioned earlier that you felt like the Red Pill community was necessary. Yeah. Uh, why do why you feel that way? I agree, though. I agree with that, too. I, agree that I,
0: that I feel that way
2: because there, there are a lot of guys that need to have an honest conversation with themselves. Mm-hmm. They're being told that it's okay to, uh, to do whatever in terms of not being productive for humanity and society. Mm-hmm. And in turn, they're not being selected as mates. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but there's another, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that goes into the reason why America's essentially becoming polygamy. Like it's essentially becoming a, a, a horrible version of polygamy with um, you talk about, but there's a lot of guys that just need a, 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 an honest conversation with themselves that they're not having because everybody's telling them it's okay. Mm -hmm. And guys, we know instinctually, we know that you want to be productive and you want to do things that are great. Mm -hmm. And you want to, you know, and you want to be able to even have relationships with women. Like that's a huge motivation for a lot of the people that watch the videos, but you're not having an honest conversation as to why a woman would ever want to be with you.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And
2: so hopefully at some point you go, okay, women like this, I gotta do this, I wanna try this, and hopefully this will land me a girlfriend, but that means you have to then improve yourself at some point.
1: Yeah, that's how I took it. Um, I wasn't, when I was in university, like it came automatically. I was in good shape, but also I was on campus. So like, um, everybody was having sex, just basically. Yeah. And uh, and you, you run around with so many people that are like you that it just feels like it's automatic. Then I dropped out and gained like 160 pounds, and i remember i told myself that it was my choice the reason I, i'm not dating because like I'm, i don't really have time
3: and yeah, like that. yeah. So i told myself
1: <laughs> one day i got bored i went on tinder tell me how i got one match all night i'm not even sure it was a real person and then it hit me Low-key i felt really bad that night but then the next day i was like dog i should probably do something about this because it's like, you don't want to be in that state forever. No. You feel me? And not even to impress anybody else, but because, like, you kind of feel like you failed. Yeah. And, and that's... And I, oh, my bad. Yeah. And, and I've succeeded in so many things the past couple of years. I'm like, there's no way I'm about to fail this thing. Yeah. So I kind of just took it upon a challenge to to... Um, get better like mentally and physically and so I spent like the past few years doing that uh, across like all my channels but like that's how I took it at least that's how I took it as like a challenge like okay like I want to be more desirable I definitely want women to look at me and be like oh okay that's somebody I I can see myself spending time with not Mm -hmm. like "Uh, you know
2: uh, Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
1: not one of them right there but I took it as a challenge Uh, and it was a fun challenge because like you learn a lot about yourself during the process but the more I talk to men the more I realize too that a lot of them is like socially awkward now
2: yeah well that's all their communities are online mm-hmm. if they have any so, so
1: but they're like nervous and the stories i hear from some people man i'm like it's oh, crazy like, how you put yourself in that situation yeah
2: and it's like you're talking about dudes that again are they have less testosterone less ambition on average than they did 60 years ago 40 50 years ago and so you you dealing with you're dealing with a specific type of guy and it's 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 hard if you're not very ambitious to do the things necessary to actually have a girl. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually especially now with promiscuity. Bro, did you know that this is the first time in American history where women have more or from 18 to 24 have more bodies than men do? From 18 to 24, women average about 6 partners in that age range. Cap. Men men average 2. <laughs> 30 percent of men from 18 to 30 percent of men from 18 to 30 are sexually inactive yeah i've, I've seen that 30%. well maybe that maybe that's over a lifetime but the the amount of uh in terms of promiscuity with women this is the first time in human history or in american history where women are more promiscuous from 18 to 24 than men
1: interesting now i'm just surprised about that number so low six from 18 to 24
2: yeah I, yeah yes. i think it's that's a, that's it's, one a year it is one a year, actually. It's but six, that's if you. that's like, yeah, but that's like if you expect lie. somebody to tell the truth about it. Like yeah, yeah, who's yeah, going to yeah. do that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but just, it's no, one one a year it depends, a of depends on the research methods. You, but
2: you even ask women, they'll tell you. Well, I didn't count him because he was blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, I just, I didn't I just, really I just like gave him head. That yeah. doesn't count. Yeah, well, like,
1: <laughs> you know, it was just only lasted two minutes. It doesn't count.
3: The
0: the number of of men who were, I guess, I don't in in the number of men which you said was like I think either. I think you were the first person I heard that from. Where it's like fifty percent are just not having sex, like not interacting between eighteen yeah. to thirty. That's real,
2: yeah, bro. Thirty, bro. I've this seen is this the first several, time
0: in- several articles. Yes, these
2: table. are real. This is a real thing, yeah, what, What's the stat? What's the stat? It's thirty percent of men from eighteen to twenty, or to thirty percent of men from eighteen to thirty are sexually inactive, meaning they don't have any partners, Damn. right? Um, and that's the guys that you're not including the guys that got lucky. The guy that just had one thing that happened in that time, was that another 20%, 15%? Mm -hmm. Like if we're just being realistic, like it has to be some percent. Mm -hmm. So we're dealing with a situation where we have fewer men that are invested into society. That's a problem. And that's one of the biggest problems with polygamy and that's the direction we're going in. If I have a tribe, if I'm a chief of a tribe, there's 50 men, 50 women, 100 people in the tribe, 50 men, 50 women. And I take all the women because I'm the chief and all the women want to be with me. What incentive do the other 49 men have to go hunt? What incentive do they have to protect? So when you talk about China's knocking on the door, who's going to answer it? 30% of these guys are going to go, what am I fighting for?
1: Yeah, no, this country is very unpatriotic, uh, like crazy. It's
2: strange. Like, where are you going to go that's a better place for opportunity?
1: I'm not going to lie to you. The people that were born here, some of them take this for granted like crazy it's, it's- Bro, I'm from Canada So uh, I love Canada with a passion I'm going to move back to when I, make, when I get my money up But if you're a person who has ambition And or uh, loves freedom There's mm-hmm. actually not many countries like this in its vastness like we i went to aspen bro i was mind blowing everywhere i looked was a fucking like a flick like just the mountains in the back bro. bros a vibe and then you go to arizona straight desert And yeah. then you go to like the forest and then you could go up to like seattle and like depression right and then go to new york and then- <laughs> like, right so it's
3: like
1: <laughs> but the point is is like i love a lot about this country and i've been to so many parts of it but a lot of people just i mean it is what it is man you know what I'm saying you can't Like, convince somebody. I think some people just had to travel more. Yeah, that's exactly what
2: it is. Like, bro, if you have a car and a house, you're within the top 5% of the richest people on the planet. Yeah. We yeah. have people that are in the hood with chargers, Camaros. Showcats, right? Like, these, showcats, are all worst, like yeah. these are our worst off people. We have fat homeless people. We have yeah. like drinkable bath water here. It's not that bad. Yeah. Pizza yeah. in 20 minutes, yeah. get over it. Like a hundred
1: percent. I actually, I agree with like the self accountability. I've actually like leaned back from like doing that with my audiences across my channels, mm-hmm. mainly because like it's, sometimes it's not received well. Um, Like I, just because like, it's like, oh, that's richer you to say agent you came from the suburbs of Toronto yeah. and I'm like, I guess but my dad was a taxi driver, my mom didn't work. It's not like I was rich growing up. You know what I'm saying? There's a lucky circumstances where we moved into an area and it became a rich area. Mm-hmm. Like we just moved in there first. But the point is, is like, I think the voice is still necessary, even though I'm not doing, I think other people stepping up to do that and remind other men that like, yo bro, you could come up with excuses dog, but like it's upon you if you want to put shit together mm-hmm. and bootstrap your life because that's what you did. Yeah. You got injured playing rugby. Mm-hmm. And then most people would just like fucking sit there and like watch some Netflix series and burn the clock until your injury got better. Yeah. But then you found some other shit that you wanted to do because like it, you wasn't content with just like being just chilling at home waiting for your injury to get better to play rugby for free. Yeah. So um, I feel like that type of ambition is like good for the country one, but also for like your mental health. Yes. I feel like if you just stayed like this, you're bored. Yes, you kind of have to be moving towards an objective, and
2: that's what people are doing. They don't have a purpose, like so they're indulging in quasi happiness, which is pleasure. That's what people are doing. Mm-hmm. Like for happiness, for fulfillment, for genuine fulfillment, everything you have to do takes struggle. Mm-hmm. For you to feel good about something genuinely, it takes a little struggle. Like if you put out a million episodes and then finally you get one that does well, that feels good because you've worked hard for it, mm-hmm. and that that feeling has longevity. But when you're just trying to get that feeling without putting in the work is just pleasure. Mm -hmm. And so you have people overindulging in alcohol, overindulging in food, overindulging in entertainment, overindulging in all these different areas, and they're sabotaging themselves and they're doing it because they want pleasure. You go to work and you don't make a livable wage, you get a little sad. Mm -hmm. So you come home Mm -hmm. after eight hours or 10 hours and who wants to start carpentry? You want to watch some TV, like you're not finna be in that mother welding, like so. You you want to watch a little TV and relax. So it's like all a part of this whole thing. So like for the people that are less ambitious, I get it. Like it is tough. It is tough. Like I do want to be that voice. Like. It's tough because of this. Inflation's up 15%. All, 30% of all the U.S. dollars ever created were created last year. It's tough. That it. was children. so crazy. Yeah. I That's had to fact insane. check it three times yeah.
1: just to be sure that it was real. Yeah.
2: That's an insane stat, bro.
1: 30% we, we, of the, we, the bills country's... in human history in one year.
2: And the country's been here for 400 years. Think about that. Fucking wild. Like imagine, you know how you look at your analytics and you see a spike because of good video? Yeah. That's what it would be like. You know what's fucked
1: up? We had a stripper on this podcast and she told us when the PPP loans hit, like the strip clubs was crazy. Like people was throwing bands. Yeah. Which means that people got their loan money they had to pay like let's say you get 10,000 you pay back maybe a thousand of it so that's like 9,000 free dollars they went mm-hmm. to the strip club with it yeah
2: but that's the thing though that like when it, when, it, when it I guess you're giving
1: back but, but like, that's God,
2: why you can't be you can <laughs> and he's the same dude who's in the comments by the way like uh, shows like um, Fresh and Fit they they did a thing where they had somebody or actually I think they were on No Jumper and they were talking about when girls would come on their show they they, they would blow up like yeah. they would like they're they go back to only fans and they have like a thousand new people or whatever it may be the but numbers the in the, in the yeah these are the same people that are like f you whatever and i think like when it comes to the money aspect it's because bro it you have to develop the skills to have money to maintain money mm-hmm. it comes with certain skills yes and those skills are created from doing the things necessary to get the money you know what i'm saying like so when you give people just a, a handout like if you look at lottery winners they go they're miserable They end up dying or -hmm. they end up homeless or like they end up in bad situations because they got the money without doing the work and character development Mm -hmm. to actually maintain it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like when you get that money, you just trick it off. And people think that if they got a free check or a free handout, it's just going to change their situation when really Mm -hmm. it's you got to be financially conscious. Like 68 percent of people living making over one hundred thousand dollars a year are living paycheck to paycheck. Say it, say it one more time. 68% of people making over $100,000 a year are living paycheck to paycheck. I would say $100,000. you are talking about
1: personal revenue, right? Yes. I'm surprised there's not more though.
2: Yeah, but people are like, it's like people have sold or have bought the idea that they can just buy their happiness, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what the that's kind of what our media has been teaching us. We've been kind of programmed to believe that we can buy happiness. Say, so think, people have abandoned family. They said, "Who cares yeah, yeah. about kids? We can just get an outfit. I just buy. Let's it. go buy some Air Force <laughs> Ones. Like, what are we doing?" I, like, say,
0: I think that's I think that's just been kind of like the concept of like how like capitalism has been pushing America in general. So I don't I I think and people are buying into it. Too. The thing that bothers me though is that. Anytime that like somebody like tries to sit down there and say like, "Hey man, you probably shouldn't do that." Yeah, it's like uh, it's like then a slew of people saying, "Bro, why are you trying to mess up his fun?" And yeah, I, like, yeah, 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 like, I'm trying to like make sure he don't blow shit. Which is when you said about the rugby thing by community, I do, I do think that's like one of the biggest things that, uh, people across the board, especially like black people, like communities, fuck. Like I, like yeah. I don't, I don't even understand the concept of community anymore, where you can't even advise somebody on what they should or shouldn't be doing without there being backlash i understand maybe the dialogue between both parties can be there but it's like community i like the concept of community right now Mm -hmm. does not even exist and i actually do believe that's probably the biggest to me that's my theory Mm -hmm. my theory is that the, the biggest problem with a lot of people, and it doesn't matter if it's women, men, what race, age group, or whatever, I think there's not enough community. I think too many people will either A, put themselves in echo chambers to where like I say something, so I just put myself around a bunch of other people who say the same mm-hmm. thing, or it's too many people who just think that they're like smarter than the people before them or whatever, and they just think that they're gonna figure it out without actually bridging the community left, like to, to one another. And to be fair, I think the older community can be like that as well, where I'm just smarter than you without acknowledging how much the world has changed. Yeah. So I think, but community to me, from how I was raised in some respects to how it is now, and I'll take culpability for it as well, because I don't think I'm as communicative with my family as they were when I was growing up. Right. But yeah, community to me is like the biggest, by far the biggest downfall. Yeah. By but, far. And I don't even think it's But close. that's
2: like one of, like, with capitalism, when it comes to, like, the thing about it now that makes it so different. Like, throughout human history, we've always had, like, kings and conquerors, people that wanted to dominate. Absolutely for no reason. That's just what they want to do. They'd get an army and just say, go north and kill everything in that direction. And then we're gonna start there right so those people still exist they just own companies they own corporations and yeah. the thing about now that's very very special is for the first time ever they might actually be able to do it because of a technological advantage mm-hmm. right so like these companies back when henry Ford was a thing like he had to make his community better because he he his his brand was there like in detroit or wherever he was doing the car manufacturing he would have to pour back into that community of people and, and, and be present in that community and be an active member because that was the community that was working in his factory. So you mm-hmm. wanna have a good communication. And, but these companies don't have that anymore, it's global. Mm-hmm. So once they drain America dry by separating us and telling us that you can buy things, that you can buy happiness, they're gonna yeah. go to the next consumer and that's China. So they're, they're almost in themselves, their own countries. And that's what, and this is just me just like, kind of just looking at it from the outside looking at it. Mm-hmm. But that's looking like where it's going. We're gonna get drained dry, And then they're going to move on to the next consumer. And what's going to be left is people that have no purpose. They don't have family. They don't have anything but just trying to buy happiness from consumerism. And so, like, I think that the separation of communities, I almost want to say it seems as if it might be. Like a thing, like as in somebody purposely yeah, was I trying think, to not, do that. I I it's definitely purposeful. I it's definitely like perfect.
1: every decision that's made. You worked at Walmart, you know. Like the the end shelves are super expensive. The very middle shelf is super expensive. Like the smartest people on the planet get together and like they fucking mischievously put together together, Planet, like we're
3: together
2: (laughs) we're together like like, why are you trying to tell me these people don't communicate and if i say they do i'm a conspiracy theorist. like what are we doing it's
1: it's it's insane man i'm honestly like yeah there's a lot of shit that i see in the world you ever watch john oliver show no john oliver has a show and he just every week he just talks about a problem Like, and he dives deep into it and he's very critical. And he usually has like a crazy finale where like, he does like a grand gesture and you watch enough of those in a row and you're like, man, there's a problem with everything. (laughs) Like no matter what it is, it could be the smallest thing. It could be like the drain in your sink. And there's a huge problem with the way it works and how it could catastrophically get worse. Feels like we're just kind of getting by, but even though we're just kind of getting by, I kind of like, I feel like we're in the most peaceful time. Like ignoring what just happened in Ukraine, obviously. Mm -hmm. But like that could get way worse though. Mm -hmm. and and so like i don't know i just always feel like i'm in a state of this is a pretty good situation so i at least want to like be super grateful you know because i've been around the world um i've definitely been in ethiopia and um there's more sense of a community there but man is it just hurt to see people like cleaning shoes for like one beer which is like 10 cents yeah you got to clean a lot of shoes before you can be straight for the day yeah and most of the time they're not so it's like you just have to be so fucking grateful man
2: yeah I, yeah man I, and like when, when we talk about like community and like negative and like giving criticism and being a person that's actually trying to help people
3: yeah
2: that's something that we have to fix amongst the black community bro like for it's sure. getting like the problem is like we want to do these things that are better for our community but our community they 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 worship the men that are part of the problem. You know what I mean? Like we worship the men that are part of the problem in our community. We don't talk about the average Joe that's just trying to get by the support like trying to take care of his family. It's always the rapper. I mean, we had Cardi B talking to the president of the United States as our representation. When that happened. Insane. Wow. Joe Biden, I'm not sure. It was before Joe Biden got we in they, office. They did the same thing oh, really?
0: with, with um. With Trump. It's like, why is Kanye talking you know to what's Trump? Funny? Like, what she the Trump fuck Trump was talking on? about
1: this two decades ago where he was criticizing people like putting celebrity on a pedestal. like, yeah. why do y'all give a fuck what Ja Rule has to think about like a foreign a, a policy. policy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do we do Like, like <laughs> why do y'all care? Yeah. Yeah. Or even
0: when I see, like, even y'all y'all didn't notice T I is doing stand-up. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I've like, like that. why is T I why does T I think that he can do stand-up mm-hmm. and then why am I being told that T.I. is doing stand-up. and why am I then supposed to give a fuck that T.I. is doing up? <laughs> yeah, like he's T.I. Like he's not—he's an excellent rapper. But then even when I hear him, I'm like, but that nigga's trash. You heard his like, he, comedy? Yes. Matter oh, of fact, yes, he actually got that. booed. <laughs> I he saw like, that. Like, I like, saw overwhelmingly that. booed in a, in the a standup. I didn't want to hear his comedy though. He
2: rushed the stage very recently. Not he rushed the stage, but then that's why, why not, he got booed.
0: No, 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 no. no, no.
2: Did, I just know he did that. I did, don't know if that's yeah. But
0: there's a there's a
1: he was like I don't know, I it wasn't that it was like a stadium no i know but the reason he got booed at the stadium is because everyone saw the clip of him rushing the stage oh okay okay uh, with the small comic and they're I, like i thought they were just booing his joke because they no, love him- it, it could have been a bad joke too yeah. but like you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> i think it's a combination of things but i i i, I commend him for trying comedy
0: no um, he can try but i should It shouldn't you, be plastered to yeah, me yeah, like yeah. ti is trying comedy like
2: and it's probably detrimental though, because he's still in the working phase. You got a lot of yes. kinks to work out. Let yes. the dude get the bad stuff out, yeah. and then eventually he'll be good at it. Hopefully, if mm-hmm. you know, but hopefully, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always that. I know people that still make rap. rap. They they still rap in their thirty. Yeah.
0: So oh, this is the point I want to make. I don't know how old are you? For example, like twenty six. Okay, so maybe you remember it. There used to be there was a show back in the day on BET called um, "Hip Hop versus America" or "America versus Hip Hop." You might mm-hmm. not remember it. But the premise of the show is like they they basically canceled Nelly. Like they got Nelly the fuck out of here. And this really stopped his momentum. And it was because of like tip drilling and shit like that. And BET Uncut. TI was on it. Like it was basically the the concept of men being held accountable. And the YouTube videos, it's on YouTube. It's like a five or six parter. Mm-hmm. And the end result out of it that made a massive change is that men are being held to the standard in hip hop that they are creating um music videos mm-hmm. where women are just shaking their ass and they're degrading women da, da, da.
3: yeah
0: and ti in there says like it's not like we're putting a gun to their head so like what are y'all we got something right now like, yeah. they're making that decision as well they just got him the fuck out of there nelly's whole pro like like stardom slowed down immediately mm-hmm. and then from that day on if you go back and just watch hip-hop music videos they change drastically mm-hmm. fast forward like I want to say maybe like six years, like six eight years later, Mm -hmm. fucking twerk twerk team or whatever they called, start uploading on YouTube. Yeah, where they're getting a camera phone on their own, (laughs) and this is before like this is even popular. They're one of the very few people put it on a fucking desk or tripod and start shaking their ass on their own and upload it to YouTube. So then what I realized is like from that moment to where we are now, like. Why was it that crazy for anybody to just hold somebody else accountable or even both parties accountable? Mm-hmm. And even when that was happening, it was like, no, you're no, you don't know what you're doing. You know, you don't know what you're talking about. You're fucking dumb. And who knows? So and this is somebody who was actually in the industry, somebody who's an actual yeah. artist who probably would know way more about what's happening behind the scenes than you do. Like, so why was that not even listened to? Yeah. So then we get to where we are right now. And if like anybody were to ever even say Like, yo, y'all should probably not, you know, degrade yourself like that. It's an instant, like, nah, you don't know what you're talking about. Even though eight, 10 years ago or 20 years ago, however long ago, we were literally telling men not to do the exact same thing and just allow women to just do it to themselves. Yeah, Which is the most interesting thing to me because then it's like, all right, so if we had community at the point where we were willing to hold this group of people accountable, why the fuck does that no longer exist when like the problem kept persisting over the years Mm -hmm. to hold somebody else accountable? which is just weird to me. The inconsistency, especially in the black community, is weird as hell, it's weird, it is weird. And it's
2: crazy because it's, what is the most insane about our community? Well, one okay, one thing that's crazy is the fact that we essentially worship money, but we know nothing about it yes. as a whole. That's insane to me. Yes. Like if you gonna worship money, at least figure out how to keep save some of it or whatever. But a person that is disciplined, in our community is seen as a negative thing. Like yes. if I go, if I have like traditional family values and this is why a lot of people think that I'm conservative, which hopefully on this show, I just don't like that the left is focusing on things that don't matter. Can we talk about a livable wage? I remember that was the argument on the left. Yeah. Can we talk about healthcare? Like that was the problems that I was all for. Let's go. Yeah. But now we're talking about gender for five years, six years straight. Yeah. I'm, I'm a pass on it. But like, it's just, if you have traditional family views, you're looked at as a lame. Like if I don't want my girlfriend shaking her butt on Instagram, I'm looked at as a lame, yeah. and that's and that's a huge problem in our community. As far like you will want the women will want a baller, but then they'll also want a man with money. Yeah, those are contradicting arguments. Yeah. I'm not going to be a baller if I'm trying to save but my they don't heart know or money. That though, but they don't know that exactly. Though. That's the problem, and that's that's another huge problem. <laughs> but those crazy. things are looked down upon as like I remember when I was in um when I was in college, my first year of college, like. I come from a background, lower class, and we moved, transitioned to the middle class. We're doing okay, but I always was financially like trying to do something and go in a direction. So I had a flip phone. I wasn't invested in the social media. I had a flip phone at this time. As it been, I'm 17, so this is about 2013 in that time. So people are mm. starting to get smartphones, and I could just see how people were just getting sucked into those things. Yeah. So I wanted to stay out of that. And so I, have a, I had a flip phone, and people would make fun of me, but I also had a car. And these same people that would make fun of me would ask me for a ride. You have $250 <laughs> shoes on and a, a smartphone that's worth $600 yeah. and, and you, need, and a you need a ride to Walmart, which is fine. I know everybody has like tough, but that's a part of prioritizing your money and yeah. our culture pushes men to not prioritize financial literacy. They p- p- push men to focus on balling or whatever it might be and, and it's just so detrimental to our community. So that's why like I was saying we worship the men that are part of the problem in our community and the thing is, men are evolutionary, like, and this is a, I mean, it's just, you can look and see it. Men are designed to try to spread their seed into the next generation of people. So if women are sleeping with those men and those are the men women are prioritizing, you're gonna get more men that behave that way because that's what we do. We change our behavior to give women what they want. That's what we do. And so like, you got guys that are not even about that life trying to be that person because he knows that that's his best chance of procreating. Mm. And like, you don't think of it consciously but this might be, and this is why the red pill stuff is important because you don't think of it consciously, but if you're a good guy doing something that's crazy like that, you do have to stop and ask yourself, is this really even me? Or am I gonna end up doing 20 years in prison because I'm trying to impress some woman at 17 years old mm-hmm. risking my life, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that's a big, a big part of it. If women started to only date lawyers, doctors, engineers, and whatever it may be in our community. Or even just, probably, a,
0: just a regular man who makes forty, fifty thousand, 50,000. Simple. That's the simple. average, literally, the average man.
2: The average man. We need average women to be with average men because I believe family, like, you don't get the Martin Luther King movement without men with families. Without families, you don't get, you can't finance that without family. So now in the black community, we have a bunch of individuals trying to. Prove that they don't need one another, which, which is also
0: weird. Very, very <laughs> weird. It's also very, it's also very weird. You, know, you, and you at, know that they actually do.
2: Yeah, and you, and, then, and then like, but you but you look at the richest people in the world, and all of them are married or were lo- married for a long for like long term. Yeah, right. You look at the richest women; either they are. Um, if you look at the top ten richest women, either they're married or they got there because of divorce. If they're not married, mm-hmm. right? So, like there are women in this bourgeoisie class that are teaching women, don't get married, don't do this and da, 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 yeah. just for the sake of entertainment. And some of those people are taking it literally. And they're yeah. literally like, oh yeah, I'm not going to get married. 85%, or 80, yeah, 85% of African-American women make 50K or less, mm. right? So if you get with a guy that's a plumber or working at a factory, he's doing 50K, y'all at 100K now. Now you can actually do things financially. Now you can put money aside for stocks and do whatever, crypto or whatever, you can have those discussions. Mm-hmm. But if you're struggling every single day Because you're by yourself,
0: how are you you ever going to build it? You're by yourself. Yes,
2: bro. And like, if you look at the Asian community, they're doing well because they have family. Like they, 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 you, they're literally trying to kick Asian people out of Harvard. Like they're, they're, they're discriminating against Asian people because so many of them are applying to get into Harvard, that they have to reject a certain amount of applicants because it would just be filled with Asian people. Jeez. Like that's how brutal, like, that's, that's how amazing they're doing it. If, even if you look at other black uh, categories of people like Nigerians, they come here and they do amazingly well because they have very traditional views and they have a code that they live by, which I think is the most important thing. Like if you look at Jewish people, right? Jewish people represent 0.02% of the world population 0.02% of the world population, right? 25% of all Nobel Peace Prizes were given to Jewish people. Seven out of the 10 richest people on the planet are Jewish. These people are dominating. Why? Because when the, by Jewish religious law, at the age of three, you have to start teaching your child mathematics and basic reading and writing. To, for, his, for him to be considered a man, for him to transition to the next part of his life by the age of 11 or 13, somewhere in there... They have the man has to teach his son a trade, whether that be sales, whether that be carpentry, mechanics, whatever it may be, something that he can create opportunity with his own hands. And this is something that we had in the '60s that we've kind of lost for university. But those men could create things. Was
1: <laughs> that a dying dog? <laughs> something <laughs> I
2: heard that. That's what what my, my, I
1: don't know. That one. Okay.
2: No, but like that. Like it's powerful to teach a boy that he can make his own money. Not only is he going to get focused on that, but the better he gets at it and the more he does it, the more money he makes from it. You know what I'm saying? So from the age of 13, these kids already, they they know mathematics and um, basic reading. Age of 13, they're already getting into a trade. What that means is now after World War II when they get into these communities, if you need your door fixed, go down to John. If you need your car fixed, go down to Steve. So their money stays in their community because their people have something of value to offer. And I think there's a lot of boys in our community that don't feel valuable because they don't have something that they can create. So they're depending on other people for opportunities. Mm-hmm. So if you teach them a trade early on, they can create their own opportunity. And I think that that's extremely powerful that we just kind of brush over. Mm-hmm. So like they, by Jewish law, like I'm just bringing that up because they have specific codes that allow for success. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, when I was back in... um. Winona, we have a huge uh, Hmong population. I was monk. No Hmong. What,
3: what's like there,
2: there are people. I, I want. I don't want to fit because I know they're going to hear this, but I want to say Thailand or Laos or one okay. of those Asian countries. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but for some reason they just happen. There just happens to be a lot of them in Minnesota. I, I don't know why they decided to stay there. It's cold as shit. But um, but when I would go with, go to school with them, if you're sleeping with a man, you're married. That's it. It ain't no talking all that back and forth. Their family will come and find you if you're not trying to marry their daughter after you slept with her. Mm-hmm. So like for the guys that were like black and white and they trying to do this whole party, promiscuous life, you gotta stay away from Asian women or you gonna have somebody at your door, right? So those traditional values that that, that keep men and women together, I think are extremely important And having a code, like having something to, to like live towards. Like, and I think that's one of the biggest important, like most important components of religion is that even if you're a person with low iq it gives you a set of rules that allows you to live a life
3: mm.
2: you know what i mean like don't overindulge in food don't overindulge in alcohol teach you certain basic rules yeah. that are easily understandable that can at least give you a decent opportunity at having a decent life right a, a livable like something that you could be kind of proud of treat your wife this way treat your kids this way discipline them this way or whatever it may be it had that but now with religion dying you have a lot of people that are just creating these things like they're just believing in the same ideas but it's just with no merit it's nothing to hold them down and, and i think that's one of the reasons like spirituality is getting so big is because it doesn't have the accountability yeah. you can just go i'm, I'm i have a relationship that's i actually very I, interesting. I, I just have a blah 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 with the with christ and and now that uh, churches churches online the same people that didn't want to go in because they get criticized for their behavior in church they just stay and watch it online because what those communities did was held you accountable for the things you did and when you're a person and you want to be better like every person should be or what are you doing here if you're not trying to be better at life going into those environments and hearing exactly person to person why what you're doing might sabotage your life is truly important and now people can it. ignore that because it makes them uncomfortable
0: i never thought i thought about it like that yeah but it like- makes
1: a lot of it makes a lot of sense though. but yeah even I'm, I'm muslim but like a lot of people tell me that in in my religion the, there's a lot of rules and regardless of whether or not you understand the wisdom of the world, you're just supposed to follow it. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no clue why I'm not supposed to eat pork. Uh, I have no idea. I just don't need it. Yeah. But like you also had to pray five times a day, but it's like, it's throughout the day though.
3: And yeah. you might be doing something.
1: <laughs> so it's, so a lot of people just, I, I've talked to people who said, that's just so restrictive. Um, Almost as if like it was preventing them from like reaching, like almost like it was in the way of freedom. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I think like, at least in my life and my experiences, the times that I've, exercise discipline like i've done something consistently mm-hmm. those are the ones where i felt like the most free
2: exactly and that's what it is like to actually do something ever you're gonna have to be disciplined at some point and that's what people aren't doing and they're indulging in the pleasure instead to make I them to fill that like void that. that's yeah, what i, I think about all of these are constant like these are just things no, that like, no, no, i look no, at no, yeah. and like that kind of try to like gauge my content towards and stuff like these are just ideas that i have these are just takes like i'm not like a I'm not Jordan Peterson. I'm not no, like a no. professional doctorate or nothing. Like, no, but you, I just think that direction is just really interesting.
1: It is. And I like, feel like a lot of it is, you mentioned just like short-term pleasure. was the thing that short-term pleasure. Like gratification. Yeah, and then I think long-term, a lot of people are going to pay for the results of that. It, it's just a shame that I feel like a lot of people have made that error. Like you should definitely have someone in your family, like a aunt, an uncle, just somebody who will warn you that's made a similar error. Like, yo, I was 38 and not thinking about family, but now I really wish I had a family. Like those conversations don't get had. And mm-hmm. then it's like people walk into the same mistakes that other people have made. So but I think the beautiful thing about the internet is like, bro, I watch a video and it's like 10 things I shouldn't, I, I should've known before I was 30. And this 30 uh-huh. year old is now telling me shit that like, oh shit, so like now I'm thinking about it. And I might not even be at that point in my life, but it's on my mind, so I don't make the same errors. So, like, the info is out there to get better. You mentioned uh, earlier that you were married. Are you still married? Yeah. yeah. So what what do you think it is about, like, your relationship with your wife that um, went so successfully to the point where you want to spend the rest of your life with her?
2: She reciprocates value. Like, she, and that's one of the weird things about, like, feminism specifically right now is it's pretty much incentivizing women to manipulate men. And it, they're saying it's okay to take advantage of men by taking value from them and not giving anything back. Right? So you got to buy me this or that. So when I was 15, my wife, well, she's now my wife at that time, just a girlfriend. Um, when her mom found out that we were in a relationship, I was about to get up to make my own plate. And she said, no, no, no. Gabby, you want to be, and that's my wife's name, but you want to be a big girl? You want to have boyfriends? You got to do big girl things. You got to make him a plate. You know what I'm saying? Just to show that I value the things you do in my life, and now I'm going to do this small thing of gratitude to show you how much I value you. That makes me feel good. You know what I mean? So I think that, like, when she was willing to reciprocate value, it showed that she wasn't just using me. You know what I mean? Like, she enjoyed my company and she was willing to do something to show that it's about the effort and I think a lot of like the relationship stuff especially in pop culture with feminism is teaching women to not show any effort to not do anything towards a relationship and that's just what it is is that but that's that's not what a relationship is you have to like if I if I have a bad day or I do something amazing or I do something We're celebrating. She'll get some of my favorite chocolates. Something simple. Favorite chocolates, uh, wine, whatever it may be. She makes my plate every single night. And it's crazy because I've seen conversations, bro, where women will be like, I I won't give you wife duties unless until I'm married. You You sleeping with them. You sleep you living with them. He's getting the, you draw the line and making a plate. That's where you draw the line. Which is
0: also odd that's the, the, very the, the, where, where they draw the line i'm like wow, oh, really like so you know, this man's
2: got your face down
0: yeah all that they... doing
2: all of that because we know what happens like we can all try right. to make it seem like it's this it get it, like it they, like dudes are talking dirty doing all this stuff he's able to do all of that mm. but you can't make him. A but play it's not even really that's that. wife
0: duties it's, it's the husband duties it's like so you want him to pay for this you live in with him he pays all the bills but you're not making him, you don't even think about making this man a plate until he puts a ring on. It's like, okay, really? Like, that's what we, like, y'all are already, not only are you expecting him to do all these other things, if he can't even just expect a plate of food, like, Mm -hmm. come on, like, what are we, what are we doing here? And 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 it's
2: crazy because like, female promiscuity throughout history and every single civilization, and I don't think that this is by chance, and I think this might be a reason why so many religions in terms of rules are very, very similar, because they, they, they teach things that are important for that society to be okay. Yeah. Like with, like female promiscuity, the reason, like you ask a feminist or for common knowledge now, they'll just go, well, men subjugated women and we drug them like along on this 10,000 year journey where they never wanted to be with us and we were just hitting them the whole time and being abusive and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, "How? Why, what makes you think that? Like, you know what I mean? And you, you look at historically speaking, the reason why promiscuity was shunned was one, because like, Take syphilis. It was very dangerous. But take syphilis. It was a. It's a neurological disease that attacks infants, right? Mm. And it was. It was wiping out entire civilizations. So there had to be a rule. Let's not. Let's stop the women because women, by and large, have more. Because viruses like moist, warm areas, they tend to carry more viruses because of that reason, uh, and it's it's just an open area. So. When you talk about like female promiscuity, it was da- it was dangerous to society for a woman to be promiscuous. Not only mm-hmm. that, but when it came to paternity, these women were never selected because how am I supposed to know that this child is mine if you've been sleeping with everybody in the tribe? You know what I'm saying? So, I want to make sure my DNA goes into the next generation of human beings. How can I know that if you're promiscuous? Another reason why I was shunned. Another reason why I was shunned is because there was actually there was actual risk. Like infant mortality or women dying during birth. So like um Right now, the life expectancy is going up, and most of that is because infant mortality, actually. So just because less infants are dying at birth, it appears that we're getting a longer lifespan because less infants are dying at birth Mm. because it was such a dangerous process. Now we have penicillin, so that wipes out the whole uh the whole syphilis thing mm-hmm. and that's event invent, by the way these are inventions by the patriarchy now that we the, the patriarchy that hates women by the mm-hmm. way is the, is the narrative so now we have penicillin now we have birth control that takes out two of the risks right there uh and and there's a societal push for um trying to hold women accountable but even we're taking that away you know what i'm saying so a lot of the things that made this promi- female promiscuity super dangerous for societies It wasn't because they were just subjugating women and they didn't want women. It was actual reasons for like women weren't in the workforce, not because men wanted to hold them down and make sure they couldn't have any money. These were manual labor jobs. You weren't typing an AC, right? You're losing a finger or arm because you're doing construction. That's what most of human history was up until the last 60 years. Right. And a lot of people have forgotten that. But human history, like it was tough. Like there were people giving birth 200 years ago in Minnesota in negative Mm -hmm. 10 degree weather. And now we have like heated environments. And now you want to be independent. You know what I'm saying? So, like, historically speaking, like, women weren't in the workforce because from 20 to 30 in that fer- in that fertile age, or from whatever age they were having children, you had to have children because number one, a lot of people failed because a lot of infants passed away. Not only that, but you had no social security. Social security is very new. It was like 1935 yeah. or something like that yeah. that came out. So, in order to have longevity in order to have somebody to take care of the farm when you got old to be taken care of you had to have children Mm -hmm. that's another reason why women weren't working but if you ask somebody it would just be oh men subjugated us they didn't like us now we're strong and independent we can make our own money and i get that do that but what that's gonna do is it's going to make it harder for you to find a guy if you make a lot of money as a woman Mm -hmm. so like there's just different aspects of it when it comes to female promiscuity there's historical reasons why it has been and still is shunned. It's not just because guys don't like women, right? So it's, it, there, there are reasons for it. And I, I think that part is missed. They don't have that part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it, and that's kind of frustrating to me. It just seems disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know.
1: So you mentioned reciprocating. What, uh you know, your wife does those things for you because like, she's happy with you as her partner. But what is what are some of the things, like what's something that you could advise people um if they want to stay in like a healthy long-term relationship with some like vital keys to making sure everything is moving along well
2: um i when it comes to okay so for i think you have to i think and genu- genuinely i think it's just about appreciation and attention to detail like long like you have to continue to try to impress this person Mm-hmm. You have to continue to try to be a person that is admirable. You have to continue to try to be a person that has principle. You have to continue to try to be a person that shows the people around you that you appreciate the things that they do for you too. Mm-hmm. And that has to be on the male and female side. It's not just men working slave hours to give you a, a, a nice kitchen or whatever it is you want or a mm-hmm. stove or whatever thing. My wife be liking all kinds of weird stuff. My house is filled with stuff because of the st- that's the stuff my wife wants. You ask me, you give me a TV and a bed, I'm fine. But you just have to continue to to show appreciation bro like i i genuinely think that but that's that's what i do in my marriage like i just continue to try to go the extra mile to show that i appreciate her and that isn't going to be every day because life happens but Mm -hmm. if you know she had a hard day at work take her to a d like a okay restaurant or to the movies or something like there's five dollar movie day in certain towns and like cheap like there's cheap things you can do that show up that shows appreciation now you also have to have be focused and have a goal because a woman ain't gonna like don't no woman want no man that she could just walk all over and doesn't have a purpose or anything that he's focused on Mm. right so you have to have that too but i think just showing appreciation bro like genuinely Mm -hmm. and i know that seems so simple but people have lost that because of selfishness they just want everything they want people to give them everything without having to give something back Mm -hmm. and that's not how you build relationships like in in just general like if i want to build a relationship with y'all i offer value to you that's what it means to be valuable like i have to be able to offer you value if you're not offering anybody value then how can you be valuable like you know what i mean in that relationship but why would i need you if you're not offering me any value so Mm -hmm.
0: but it's crazy because i think the value of of a relationship has been deemed as almost like taboo like we can't speak on like the things that a man does for a woman unless it's maybe viewed in a negative light and vice versa Mm -hmm. but it's like at the end of the day it's like no like you're you're with him because like of xyz he does in your life and that's fine as long as you also do xyz in his life as yeah. well and it's all reciprocated it, it should be fine but it's it's very odd the ta and i guess that's kind of the what do you bring to the table conversation of like what is the value that you're providing to somebody else especially when you're demanding it out of out of them which is fine but it's like what exactly is it
2: and what's astonishing is the amount of people that know what they want but don't know what they have to offer yeah and that's one of the like that's one of the biggest yeah. parts of like success like you you start you're, you're like you ask somebody and they'll oh, i want a man that's this tall this much money but like what what do you have to offer him like and I, that's where the, the 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 question i think comes from stems from obviously it's been exaggerated now to like you gotta let, have this laundry list of yeah you know whatever but i just think that no yeah. we
0: said in, in the last literally the last video it was like Dawg. the only people who get really offended by that question is people like you said they have no idea what they actually do provide exactly there's only there's really the only people who get offended by it and that's both men and women they they you if you go if somebody asks you like what is it and you get offended by it's like bro like that just means you don't like literally you don't have nothing there
2: you go to a job interview and they ask you What can you do for us? And then you go, nothing. Or I don't know. Or Or, I am the job. Or everything. I am the job. (laughs) Yeah, I am the job, yeah. (laughs) Like, what are we doing? Like, that's not even a...
0: (laughs) Everything and I am the table is like, what is everything? Like, what is that? Like, just break it down. What is is everything? All things. Everything. 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 All things. Yeah, like, it's
2: it's crazy. And then, like, or oftentimes the conversation will go to, like, money. And it's like, but you want a guy that's, like, a millionaire? Like that he doesn't care about the money that you're making if that's the guy or like a hundred thousand. Like the thing is, like for me personally, and I know this might be like crazy. People go, oh, this means he's insecure about this and that. But I personally wouldn't date a woman that makes more than me because I understand the amount of time it takes to do what I'm doing. Okay, and yeah. if you're doing that, then that means you're offering value. And where where's that value going? Traditionally speaking, when you ask this conversation, women will say they they want him to pay all the bills. Well then what are you doing with your hundred thousand dollars are you just hoarding it so you can leave me via marriage in five years or like what are we doing with that money you know so like you'll, you'll they'll say hey want a man that's worth a hundred thousand dollars but then go uh i i'm gonna work my job too so not offer him anything and so the re- the reason why i wouldn't uh marry or be with a woman that makes more than me is because it just takes it's so time consuming that I need you to be able to be free when it's in the small increments that I'm free, yeah. so that we can actually spend time with each other and actually continue to build our relationship. Yeah. And I think that, like, for sometimes what I value in a relationship is is um, would be hard to do for if you had like a, a a job that's as taxing as what I do that to make the money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, and like, and this all goes into like people go when it comes to like women and work. For some reason, within the last sixty years there's been this idea that women don't have to do anything like they're like you should be able to be in a relationship with a man that can provide everything for you to the point where you have to do nothing and that's just so weird to me because no time in human history did women do nothing women have always had jobs they just weren't like instead of throwing something in a washing machine and taking 30 minutes you had to hand wash it you know you like while you're raising kids and while you're doing these things like cooking and trying to make sure everything's correct so it's Mm -hmm. always been something that women have had to do but for some reason now Like, there's an idea that for you to be in a successful relationship, you have to do nothing. Like, that's considered a successful relationship. Like, no, that you have to offer value. You have to do something. (laughs) Like, like Uh, get a part-time, if we're hardworking individuals, I work full-time, you maybe get a part-time. So that way you can, and women work on average 36 hours a week anyway, so that's technically part-time, but you do something that adds value to the family unit. And if that takes two people doing a little bit of work, especially before pregnancy, then that's what you got to do. Save money for hard times so that when the pregnancy does happen, you have the opportunity to quit your job if you want to, because it is taxing to have a child and go to work. Mm -hmm. But this individual independent woman mindset is exactly that. It's literally putting women in the worst situation possible. And that's the disgusting part about it. Like you're you're putting a person in a very, very vulnerable state when you tell them to just be independent in a world where you have to depend on people
1: it's so funny like being independent is not even something you'd want to celebrate first of all you're not let's start there because you don't farm your own food and you know what I'm saying? You don't build your own homes. Like you rely on other people around you who have trades and skills to be able to live the life that you live. Mm-hmm. You can't build your own car. You don't even you can't even rely on your own country because this country imp- like how the fuck do I eat a mango in the wintertime? Yeah. Because you got it from somewhere where it's tropical at that time of year. So every country and every person relies on others for their own like well being. like I think the the need to be independent is like you should you should want to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. like with yourself like if you should definitely have a job you should have life skills so that you could take care of yourself but like bro in the face of like that'd be like if that'd be like if the toronto raptors right now had like an offer to pick up KD for free and they're like no we don't need a fucking superstar to win this championship yeah it's like why not independent yeah we're independent we're the toronto raptors i'm like no pick up kd it's not going to cost you nothing. In fact, he'll be very helpful. He'll drop buckets. Yeah. But it's just an ego. I think it's just an ego thing. Yeah, it's, it's really it's a pride thing, thing. Yeah. I think. Yeah, pride.
0: Yeah, yeah pride and pride. Um, so at the end of the podcast, we give you some questions, rapid-fire questions, give us a quick answer. Okay. And We'll, we'll see. We'll see where we, we go from here. Well, you say you 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 are totally against simping, so we can't even ask you what was your biggest simp moment.
2: I've been with my girlfriend since 15. Oh, you yeah, did too? Yeah, yeah so I, too. I never really even had an opportunity to delve into that lifestyle and I've that is wild, but it, it's way. insane. And yeah, and I've actually been committed throughout all of this. So like I know like people I've been committed And fully I fo- And I think that's one of the things That actually helped me Because I was so focused on What I wanted to do and go And I already had a woman That I Yeah Got attention from fair. Some guys are just doing shit Throwing stuff at the wall Because they're trying to get Female attention yeah. I had that So I was able to focus On what I want Where I wanted to go early fair, no, fair so, enough. yeah I just didn't really have that moment So then I
0: guess The, the second question is What's your What's your uh, Horniest moment And how'd you How'd you deal with it
2: <laughs> Yeah I mean I mean, I just dealt with it with my wife. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how I deal with it. That is that's another
0: thing. Yeah, yeah, you've been in a relationship for so long. Yeah, like that's where. the thing
2: that makes it so yeah. like, hard to like do the... Yeah,
0: All right, but, so then let me, let's ask I this. guess, actually,
2: my biggest simp moment, I guess, is when I was younger, talking to girls for long periods of time as to why they shouldn't be with a dude. Like, I, I kind of count that as simping a little bit. Like on the phone? Yeah, where you're just like, you don't need to be with him. He's doing this. He's not good to do. Like, it's <laughs> nah, you know, just crazy. young kid stuff. Like, just kid stuff. Like, in a sense, like, you have a female friend that's complaining to you about this guy, and yeah. you're just like solution based. So you're like, hey, just don't be with them. And you talk to them for hours and hours, and then you see them again next week, like with the same dude at 30. <laughs> you know, you're 13, though, so it doesn't really matter. But you definitely learned some lessons from that. So I guess for that'd sure. be simping.
0: Um,. I guess, well, since you're married, what are the, the top five things that you um, that you look for in a woman or look for in your wife that, that, you know, the top five things, the top five characteristics that you love about your wife?
2: Uh, I like that, again, and I know this sounds like redundant, but I like that she offers value in terms of reciprocation. Um, I like that she is willing to hear what I have to say. That, well, I guess that's why. Listening. I like that she's willing to hear what I like to say Listen and, and actually it. like take criticism as to what I like want. And I do the same for her um i like that she is uh, a person that i can bounce ideas off of that can give me a very and this and i I think that's part of the balance is she can give me an emotional opinion on something that i might like want to do and she goes you know that's not right because of this or you shouldn't do this because of that it's just a different set of eyes so i like that aspect of it i like that she's very family oriented because like you said like me too with the work and stuff i can get so distant from family that like but but that's horrible for you you have to have yeah. some attachment so she's like you got your birthday next week make sure you do this make sure you do that so that's another way she reciprocates value which makes her hard to replace because she's going to book my hotel she's going to book my flight she's going to do the things that's necessary so i can focus on what i'm doing
3: yeah for sure so
2: and and i guess i the last thing is um she's attractive like that yeah. matters like can we stop it she's like she's a she's a, almost she's a made stop it almost no made yeah it. no she's no like got the, another i'm not dog. gonna cap wait wait like
1: smiling in the back
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's an ongoing thing where we're trying to figure out like can a can a man go like five characteristics without talking about looks? But yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I could have, but I thought that it was an important no 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 because no, no, a lot no. of people yeah, be trying that. to beat around that. Like, oh, don't yeah. Okay, I don't I don't date people because of, I just see a what you say. It's important. Yeah, it is important. I agree. Uh, I don't I don't think that only the, if you only if you. Are. Mine's
0: mine's mine's is seventh on the list. Seventh I, on the list. Yeah.
2: Well, I think that I, now I think guys have to watch out for it a little more. Because mm. you know the, the 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 character is so much more important nowadays than the looks. Because not everybody has good character. Like there's so yeah, few exactly. people that like mm-hmm. See? have good character. And when a, like and when a woman doesn't have good character, they can overindulge in promiscuity, bro. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not that guy. I mean, I mean I, sure. I'm just not. That
0: not everyone's four sixteen either. What'd you say? Not everyone's four sixteen either.
2: Four sixteen. What that mean?
0: Pounds. 12. Oh, you know oh,
1: me what? fat. You told me, oh. it's a fat joke. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I <laughs> said oh. I, I didn't know. I didn't see. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a Toronto um, area code too.
0: Jeez. Um, what's the what's the what's the next question? Oh, um. Well, always because I I was following you for a good second. What was the the video that really kind of just took off and
2: changed a lot of things for you? Um. Hmm. Like like at the start, or would you say like when I kind of started going and getting things figured out no like
0: you were like trying to gain some momentum and then like this video dropped and it was like are you even better yet what's what, what do you believe your best video is um you don't have to be because of ooh, views but like your best video like ooh, personally,
2: that's your best video. tough I, tr- I genuinely try like i try to do the mr beast thing where i'm making a better like i try to it, that's really hard to do because everybody has their opinion as to what's good and what's bad yeah. but i genuinely try to make good, better content every time i do it mm. so like i try to have a take but from a creative like perspective so like with the will smith thing um when it came down to will smith i was like you know actors play different characters all the time and i think that he's lost himself and he's trying to you find figure out a character that jada likes and so he's trying to do these different things and play these different roles to fulfill what she her needs so like i would say as far as my favorite video i'd say um that's so hard because i make so many of them too i I like drop content every day um daily yeah pretty much i mean for a whole year i did it daily but Damn. now i'm like you know how it goes after a while you get burnout and all that <laughs> stuff but right. i like the men and women in sports video just because i created it to the point where it does it, it's self-explanatory yeah. i didn't have to do much in that video but i did a lot of editing you know so there there's that but i wanted to make a video that's shareable that is self-explanatory and when yeah. you in a part where men and women are the same it's pretty easy to see that we're different when you see some dude just running right past this girl in track and they're all professional athletes or when you see physically speaking men are just significantly stronger yeah. so that's kind of the message that i wanted with that one and i think it got across so i think that that's probably my favorite video true, true, so true.
0: um it's, it's hard to ask you the questions because you're you're actually in a relationship and married yeah have been married for like yeah you basically been in a relationship since you're 15 so like the questions just
1: don't apply to you yeah um i guess not
0: i think that's it then
1: yeah I'm, it- glad, I'm glad you talk about people being different though uh because i i just figured everybody was the same really um because i just treated everybody like they was the same i still do that now but like um just small shit like you know genetically there's certain ceilings i'm gonna have that you're not gonna have mm-hmm. and then vice versa just and it could be random stuff. It could be your likelihood to get cancer, or it could be like your explosiveness if you're a football player. Yeah, Like a lot of that stuff is like, you could train to your ceiling, but your ceiling is genetic. So in that way, we're all different. But I feel like it's, it's worth celebrating those differences. Yeah. Also, exactly. the reason why
0: we didn't upload the video, because people ask is that. People tell, send me those videos. What in video are you telling me? Any, any trans video. The reason why we ain't done playback is because I don't, well, I know you for a fact, you you feel like you're not well-informed enough to have yeah, a take on it. I have it. no clue. And same, similar with me, I'm just not, I'm not informed enough, nor, and I'm being so serious when I say, a part of me is like, a part of me, I don't really care that much, but then the other part of me, like, I'll watch something and I'll be like, bro, that's fucked. that she cannot no longer, like, people just can't compete because somebody's just, like, running through the fucking competition. Yeah. But we're just not informed enough, and I just don't want to come out the window something like, it seems like such a pressing issue. Even though it probably shouldn't really be that much of a pressing issue, like you said before, like there's so many other things.
2: There's so many other things on the list. Like, so many other things. And they make up, like, point, and like trans folks, they make up 0.01% of the population. Like, there are more people that have one foot, but when they go to Foot Locker, they still have to buy two shoes. You don't get a discount.
3: Mm. You just, um,
2: unfortunately, there are some inconveniences because people are different. People just have different struggles. And that could be your own internal struggle. But I don't think that the best way to solve that is to, changing the entire society for 0.01% of the population especially when you see what it's causing like in terms of the the difference like let's focus on things that are I don't want to say important because that's definitely important to somebody right that yeah, matters sure. but healthcare like I'm I, yeah. a livable wage maybe perhaps I don't know maybe let's talk about the fact that as an opponent, China's closing in on us and we, you know, we're we're having a tough time getting our getting moving in a direction because we're all scattered and going different directions. And as a country being competitive in the world market, that 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 matters, you yeah. know. So like I just the biggest thing I have about it is let's get over it. Jeez, like we've been doing this for like five years now. Let's just go somewhere. Let's do something amazing. Like, why are we stuck?
0: Well, I guess thank you for coming on. Any any, any final words? Any final words?
2: Um, give me the HBO special. That's the helper brother out special. Hey. Hit the like and the subscribe button. Then go hey. over to the Poor Man's podcast and then hit the like and subscribe button.
1: Hey man, any final words, Agent? Uh no, the Raptors locked in the fifth seed, man. I'm a happy man. No cap. Did the Celtics win? Oh, I don't know. You know everybody was ducking the nets, right? Yeah. No, I'm 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 ducking the 76ers Even though we just beat them, I'm panicking if we have to play them in the playoffs.
0: And John, any final words? Open the door. Shall seek your destiny. Okay,
2: uh, I, I, guess, I guess that's motivational. Didn't, brother. You, didn't John say he was trying to get better as a man? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, the Celtics did win. So yeah, they, everybody was trying to duck the Nets, and then the Celtics ended up pulling them. Um and. Again, thank you for coming out, man. Definitely definitely appreciate it. Uh, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to all my YouTube people out there rocking with a straw. Another episode of Peer to Peer Podcast. Shout out to all my audio people out there. Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Continue to rate us a five star on YouTube. Make sure, like you said, help a brother out, man. Go ahead and <laughs> click the subscribe button and a notification bell to
2: join. Gang naughty, gang, 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 yeah. Hey, that's close. That's close to my, <laughs> Shout out to my Nody gang, gang,
0: <laughs> gang, 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 gang people out there. Um, clicks all the links in the link in the description. So uncut stuff down there. Content, special content, and as always, shout out to my word and my people. Thank y'all for helping us moving this podcast forward. And until next time, we'll see y'all later. Peace.